Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of the Value Pack Podcast. Uh, big episode this week. I won't say it's a special episode because apparently people meme on me when I say we have a very special episode. So I'll say big episode. Big episode this week. We have five reworks to cover. We have, at least I'll say we planned... Uh, six guests to come on in uh, groups of two, uh, and I will introduce our first two guests here in a second. But first, I got to thank our lovely, lovely patrons: uh, Hawaiian I has issues, Jeremy Johnson, Kalahad, Melt on your mouth, Minaria, Slytech, Talus, Acceptum, Thanks, and Wavesy. Appreciate you guys so so much, as well as all of the uh, Twitch subscribers on all of our. Uh, Twitch channels, also, which you can find in the description. If I could jump in here, I'm going to do this for every time we bring on our guests as a reminder. At the end of the show, um, if you are watching live, sorry for the people at home, we are uh, doing a, a Halloween costume giveaway um, ah, yeah. at the very, very end of the podcast. So, yeah, you have a chance to choose one of the Halloween outfits that are available for your class and get it for free and melt it into crons and go for something, you know? Hell yeah. If you're listening to this afterwards, uh, too bad tune in live <laughs> uh all right so uh like i said we're gonna be doing uh we have six guests uh lined up hopefully they will all be able to uh make it and come talk with us uh we're doing it in groups of two so we're gonna have uh three sets of guests on uh to talk about things and the first two guests that we have is froge here to talk about uh mystic hello froge hello hey thanks and... for uh bringing me on yeah, for sure, man. Thanks for coming. And Elida here to uh, help us uh, talk about Lon. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for uh, having me. Also, I should note that uh, Nayashi is unresponsive. Uh, <laughs> and by in- that, I mean quite literally we cannot get in touch with him. Uh, hopefully he's okay. Uh, he hasn't said anything uh, to us about missing today. So hopefully everything is all right with him. Um, but yeah, so maybe he'll be joining us later. Maybe not. We'll have to, uh, we'll just play it by ear. But anyway. Unresponsive sounds like he's at your house and he's just not getting up. (laughs) He's unresponsive, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully he's all right. I'm I'm sure he's fine. Okay. So, uh, man, where do you even start? Cause a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff went down. Uh, Mystics, I know nothing about. Frosty has some secret about. Uh, I've heard a lot of things about Lawn. Apparently, Awaken Lawn is the new Awaken Sage, and <laughs> Suck Lawns have decided to uh, end it all. So yeah. that's a very dis <laughs> disparate reaction. All right, let, let let's start by getting to know our guest. One of the things that uh, is kind of hype about both Froge and Elida's, they were both in the uh, the official. 1v1 tournament and they both got yeah, very very class yep. is that what it was the called? best in class best tournament elida yeah. uh didn't have enough accuracy to get to the final round and froge uh didn't have the proper e-buff to get to the final round but they did 
uh, play very, very well, and it was super, super epic, and it was super fun to watch. Uh, Froge, if you could introduce yourself a little bit, and uh, I don't know, let us know, how long have you been playing BDO? Why are you playing Mystic? Uh, what made you kind of go to Mystic? And uh, yeah, if you have, you know, if you stream or YouTube or want to shout anybody out, um, feel free to do so as well. Sure. So, um, I so I, I kind of like played this game very very casually, and I think I started around when Mystic came out, which is why I started playing Mystic. But then I uh, dropped the game for quite a bit. But I think I started playing like two years ago. Like that's when I really started playing. And at that point, um, so I, I mean, I had already made a Mystic. So I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll just play this. And I kind of got to the point where you know I was getting uh, you know you're, you're farming matchums and your PvP. I had no clue what the hell I was doing, and um, I heard that there's somebody who can help me. And so I and um, I had a friend who told me, oh, you should go talk to Demo. He can teach you. And so I went to Demo. I learned a bunch of stuff, and then I joined Crawling Chaos. And basically from there, I learned everything I knew about Awakening Mystic, and then kind of just stuck with it. So. Yeah, I've been playing that for I mean, now like two years-ish, I think. Uh, I've tried a little bit of Suck. Um, not, definitely not as knowledgeable about it uh, as Awakening, but uh, yeah, that's a little bit of a backstory for me. All right. Dude, Crawling Chaos is a name I have not heard in a while. Holy Wait, throwback. Really? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are they still alive? That's so funny, because like, I was actually just going to ask Froge, because Crawling Chaos, I hear about all the time. I see them all the time on nodes. We always have 3v3s and 4v4s and stuff with them involved. Or, um, But Wait, then, like... Are they... Yeah, they're T2 Node War Guild, and they sometimes see. I thought they I thought they went back to T1s. Well, well <laughs> that that's that's yeah. what I was going to ask about. Because I, I, Damo's the GM, right, Froge? Yeah, he's the Um, So, yeah, we... I think so. Well, very recently, probably a couple of weeks ago, we uh, we decided to, I think, uh, like take a break, mm -hmm. like retire the guild. So now we kind of we don't. It's not as serious. We kind of just node war whenever. It's not very. There's no. It's very casual. See, um, Rez, this is why yeah. we always ask you, Reslar, if you're on T1s, because over in the T2 scene, we don't ever see you. Okay, it's not crawling Dude, chaos. We haven't heard of in a while. Trying to deal with freaking. <laughs> Virgin Gearlit alliances and have Black Rose on our fucking horizon. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say crawling. Crawling does this thing where, like, every few months they announce a retirement, but we still see them on nodes, and they are really strong every time we see them on nodes. And we're like, that's hey, a weird I, retired guild that's very strong. We fought them like fairly frequently forever ago, back when we were on T1s, and then they went to T2s, and mm. then like we went to T2s shortly afterwards, and I thought they went back to T1s, but maybe my information was incorrect about that. No, we, we stayed on uh, T2s actually for quite a bit. We, we've stayed on it up until the point now where like, we've kind of retired it again, <laughs> but I think, um, yeah, crawling grew like a lot. Like We got very strong actually you had a lot oh, of yeah. gear and, um uh, i think yeah. uh kind of like seeing the whole guild grow from the t1 stage up it's been quite the journey but yeah yeah it's just, just like frosty said you know uh, i don't know how long it's gonna stay in retirement maybe you know maybe maybe there will be a return who knows so i'm still just sticking around for now yeah 
Um, Elida, how about you, man? Can you introduce yourself? Give us a little bit of your backstory. How long have you been playing BDO? Why are you playing Lawn? And uh, I know you streamed. Uh, I don't know. Are, are you still streaming? And do you have a YouTube? Um. So I'm Elida. Uh, I started playing last year, like 2020, like mid 2020. Um, I started playing Lawn because, because <laughs> um, I wasn't. The thing is, I wasn't going to originally play this game, but I stopped playing my MMO. MMO, um, my MMO that I played recently or before, and then swapped to BDO when my friend told me to try it, and then Meth actually taught me LAN. Um, my friend was, uh, my friend that I was friends with for a long time knew Meth, so Meth was also playing LAN, and he told me to play it, and that's how I started playing LAN. And I do stream like once in a while when I'm bored, pretty much, and I don't have a YouTube. I see, I see. Um, so, I kind of want to, I want to ask this question for both of you, and we're back on Elida, so I'm going to ask you first. What is sort of, what is the overall state of Succession Lawn and Awaken Lawn in the current version of our, our game, the live version, but pre-reworks, how strong is Awaken Lawn in <laughs> everything, and how strong is Suck Lawn in, in everything? Okay, so Awakened Lawn is like, it obviously excels in 1v1s, it obviously excels in small scale. Um, large scale is alright, you have to play it like to a disadvantage um, in large scale. But Suck, on the other hand, Suck Lawn is kind of just a PvE bot. It's not really useful in like, any situations, except for maybe diving forts and like, doing chip damage on structures. Like, it's really not in a good spot. and. The Hubert did not make it in a better spot at all. What about PvE for both? PvE, um, Awakened Lawn is fine. As long as you can one, like, um, like, PvE for Awakened Lawn, like, going to Zakraya, going to Sarzen, like, non-high AP spots, like, it's fine. As long as you can one combo the packs. Mm -hmm. Um, but Succession is just a god everywhere. For PvE. Right. Um... What what is the difference between the two in one v one? Like what what? Let's say if we're just talking one v one, because I I always hear I actually hear a few lawns tell me that they think that suck lawn is the worst one v one in the game. Is it just the grab, or are there other aspects that make suck lawn worse than awaken lawn in one v one? Um, it's also because a lot of their CCs are KDs, or like they have one flow out of their whole kit of like five CCs, and they don't really have that much, like potential catches at this so everything is just like blockable if you're fucking if you're fighting a warrior you're just fucked because you have nothing like to actually try to catch him except for maybe one skill if you try to catch out after him but like the difference is i think like a rating out of 10 it's like 10 out of 10 which is like 2 out of 10 yeah and then um in large scale is it just not enough damage like what yeah it's just not enough damage in large scale like you can't dish out like enough damage like the damage takes too long to dish out and you just die because you're just full super armor did you play suck lawn when it first came out no i didn't play i didn't play the game when it first came out ah, okay okay so when suck lawn first came out the first two weeks it actually wasn't very good but then they buffed everything the damage they sped everything up so salpuri was a super armor um it, they sped it up, made it do way more damage. Blooming did way more damage. Crescent Barrage did more damage. Blade, uh, uh, what, Blade RMB. Dance. Yeah, Blade Dance did yeah. more damage. It was, like, nutty. 
and like it went from like i i literally was like the first two weeks i was like dude i i don't even know if i could keep no wearing on this like this is really hard i was like going even or just slightly above and then it was like week three through five i was like oh okay cool i'm going 95 and seven now <laughs> this is yeah cool. that very that pretty short period where sucklon was just like unfucking beatable was crazy yeah i don't know it they was were like everywhere too dude so many people were playing it you would see a lawn like using blooming on somebody be like all right i'm gonna go grab that lawn you jump in press e if it missed you're at 20 percent health now and have to run away <laughs> it was crazy um yeah i've seen clips of that but then they nerfed it a lot and i think they way 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 over nerfed it because they didn't just do like okay this is doing a little bit too much damage they nerfed uh protections on multiple abilities they nerfed the damage on multiple abilities like all at once like they basically reverted all of the buffs that they did um and, and i don't know and kind of left in an even more weird spot because salpuri then wasn't protected and that's kind of like its core ability i i don't know it was very very strange but uh mo at the time most people weren't really playing lawn in large scale but I, i'm i'm kind of curious from your point of view what makes lawn decent at large scale because i know a lot of lawns say they're not that good in large scale but i see a lot of lawns in large scale and they usually do pretty well so what makes awaken lawn decent in large scale like what are its strengths um it's really just trying to pick people off on the side like if you're playing with the fuck squad it's really like I would say that's still large skill in a sense. It's really good at peeling off, um, peeling off like people CC, like just like diving into a group, just spamming deadly dance into the group and CCing all of them because that skill is broken. Yeah, deadly dance. I don't know. Do you find yeah. you get CC? I always think it's so weird that it has forward guard on a skill oh, that moves you forward. I never use as a CC. I hate that skill as a CC, but like everybody just abuses it. Because yeah. they have a bond crutch. What core are you using in large scale? I I still use that, but I use it in combos. Okay. It's my main, like, it's my second CC. Um, Froge, same question. What What's the state of uh, Mystic, Awaken and Suck? I know you said you don't really play play Suck, but um, just if you know what you know about Suck, what's the state of Suck Mystic? Awaken Mystic in every aspect of the game. Large scale, PvP, um, and PvE and, and all of that. Uh, yeah, sure. So, I think overall, I mean, obviously, 1v1s, I think, for Succession and Awakening Mystic are very strong. I do think Suck is, um, in the current states, um, stronger slightly in 1v1. Um, for large scale, yeah, I mean, I I think either works. It's okay. It's not, like, definitely not strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I definitely don't think it's terrible either. Like I th you can still make things happen. Um, you have a lot of utility. Uh, you have a lot of uh, CC slows, right? Mm -hmm. And with the, especially for awakening with infinite fortitude, you have a lot of survivability. So um, I think uh, at least for awakening, the large scale it's okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely not insane. Um, for succession, I think it's harder. Like I don't, I tried it a bit. I think for large scale, it's just you're. You have higher burst, but you need to get that the shards and stuff for your combos. It's pretty difficult, um, and you don't have the same utility as Awakening does. So I think you can't fulfill as many roles that Awakening Mystic can, especially like in a Node War setting. So 
Um, yeah, uh, in terms of PvE, I think both of the specs are pretty similar. I don't think they're like necessarily insane, but they're not terrible. They're probably like average. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that I think that covers it. Okay. Um. So what what like in in large? I, I have a question. Go ahead. I have a question for Frosh. Frosh, what do you think about vacuums? <laughs> um. This will determine whether I'm going to be friendly or not towards you, just so you know. <laughs> so answer carefully. Well, I think vacuums are broken. Uh, okay, we can be friends. <laughs> but there's a, think, no, there's vacuums, a button there. Let him finish. I, I think vacuums are broken. Um, but, like, you know, so, I think some vacuums are stronger than others. I think the Mystic Vacuum, it's very strong because it's got a slow... It, once they added the slow to it, right, it's yeah. now really um but i mean compared to like nova you got range vacuum like the the thing about the mystic vacuum is you have to commit you have to get in there so if you are talking about like a large-scale situation if you don't have enough gear or you don't engage properly you're gonna get melted in the vacuum the slow definitely helps now so you don't get like completely obliterated right away um but before that slow change you know you, you can't just Head first with the vacuum. So I, I think some of the other vacuums, especially yeah, Corsair vacuum, is another good, good, uh, good point. I think the Mystic vacuum is strong, but I don't think it's the strongest vacuum out there. For so, sure. So me, no, and, I would agree with that. Me and Resler, we used to argue about this way back in the day. Nowadays, it's like, I mean, there's no, you just don't see as many Mystics, so that one doesn't come up. And I don't think anyone disagrees that the Nova vacuum doesn't make any sense. But my argument always with with the uh, the mystic vacuum specifically is mystic vacuum has this thing where so one you're melee two it has a pretty long cooldown and three it locks you both in place like it's not like you throw the vacuum they're stuck in there and the mystics comboing you inside of the vacuum that they locked you into right so there was a lot of times as a mystic back when i was playing mystic where when you would vacuum someone it the opponent would be like yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not stuck here with you you're stuck here with me and you're going to die because you vacuumed right now. You know what I mean? Like you literally either get like blown up inside of it or slow debuffed so bad that you couldn't actually do anything with the vacuum. It it was like the most fair of all of the vacuums in my opinion. Now the Valk one, I actually don't mind as much or that, that much except that for some reason it turns you into a mob and spins you which I, I've always found odd. It literally just turns you completely around. It's like the only oh, yeah. skill in the game <laughs> that actually spins a player. Like, mobs can be spun. Um, and then the Nova one, just the cooldowns make zero sense. Plus, they're borderline invisible in large in large scale. Um, I don't know. And then the Corsair one also. Corsair. Just to vacuum someone while you're in iframe is just, I will never... And then Sorkult as well. understand. Well, Sorkult has been borderline removed, but yeah. I know, and that's what they should do with all the vacuums because it. I I used to argue that they just needed to balance vacuums. They just need to get rid of it in the same exact way that they need to get rid of uh, Bubble from Shy. It's literally just weaponized desync. It's so frustrating. I cannot begin to explain how frustrating it is for someone who desyncs a lot already to have to deal with vacuums as well. But yeah, I mean, I would agree. I would agree with this statement that the Mystic Vacuum is probably the second weakest vacuum in the game behind Sorkult, because that thing has been turned into a meme. 
Well, so it's that's not, not an unreasonable it's the statement. Sec- no, I think weakest is the wrong. It's the I would say it's probably the most fair of all of the vacuums. Sure. If you and no, I, I'm. My stance has changed. Well, even even in 1v1, though, you at least can sit there and make a decision. Like, for example, if you get caught in a Nova vacuum in 1v1, they're, while you're in the vacuum, they're going to do damage. They're going to do uh, a grab attempt, CC attempts. Like, when you're in the Mystic vacuum, you know that the Mystic's just sitting there doing that vacuum animation, right? Like, you and you could try at least do an attempt to get out without also taking nukes and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. But here's my, my stance is a little bit changed, Reslar, on this, because I've gotten to the point where I'm like, if, if vacuums are going to be, because they're so inconsistent, like, especially like with the Nova one, they made it so supposedly you can get out easier. And the first day I tried, I was like, oh, okay, this is a lot easier to get out. And then randomly there's days where I'm like, yep, nothing I did gets me out. This doesn't make any sense. It, I'm just yeah. like, if you can't make it work consistently, I just, it shouldn't be in the game. Well, that's because it's weaponized desync, again. Like, that's the entire reason why. The game is not adept at handling, at least our game. Maybe it's fine in Korea, I don't know. There's a lot of talk about desync in Korea being non-existent, yada yada. Our game is way too desync-y for vacuums to exist, man. It just is. It's the same reason Bubble can't exist. Bubble is so frustrating, because it's weaponized desync. It's so bad. It's just an anti-fun mechanic. And Elida, don't worry, your time's coming as well, buddy. We're going to talk about range grabs at some point. You get ready for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, one thing I've talked like, my friend right here, he's a Nova. He taught me how to get out of Nova vacuums really easily. As long as you have, like, any front guard and, like, one iframe, and then you can get out of it. You just iframe one tick of the vacuum, and then you can just iframe out. I literally, I constantly try to backwards giant leap out of those vacuums and it almost never works. Really? That works for me every time. I just S-lock into it and then just I-frame. Look, I, I, it works for me half the time, but also it depends. Like if I don't have Primrose, that's a pretty good back yeah. out of a vacuum I-frame. You know what I mean? True. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe with a new ghost up change, we'll have it. Um, all right. Let me ask you this, Froge. Uh, pre-reworks, leading up to the reworks, that night of the reworks, you knew it's all coming. What were some of the things, uh, I know you're going to be speaking mostly on Awakened Mystic side, but if you do know some of the Suck Mystic things that other people have told you, what are some of the things that you were hoping for on Awakened Mystic going into the rework? Yeah, sure. Um, I think that, honestly, honestly, a lot of the changes that they made were pretty good for Awakening. Like, um, one thing that I wanted to see was at least a change to the Awaken dash. Like the CD on it was is very long, and also like compared to Suck, it, uh, Suck gets the three dashes off of the just the base flash step. Mm-hmm. But in Awakening, you you can't do that. The, the nice thing is you have you have um, shards, so you can like choose to expend that too. But I mean, it's the same as Suck. So I felt like. Um, Increased mobility there would be nice change. Um, another thing is probably some sort, some form of protected, like like some for, uh, it doesn't have, uh, maybe just like more burst. Like there there's not enough like there there aren't really many good burst options for awakened miss. Mm-hmm. All of it is unprotected, which I'm I'm kind of okay with. But um, I think the I mean the combo is very backloaded. So you can't really burst people out and i think that with the current changes maybe it will maybe it's slightly changed i don't know for sure because i haven't been able to 
mess things up. But um, that's another thing. Um, uh, I think, to, to be honest, I think a lot of the... Like, I was kind of okay with the state of Mystic before the reworks. I don't think it was, like, terrible to play or, like, unfun to play. Maybe in Siege with a bunch of casters, but you just have to play, like, <laughs> very differently. Um, but I was kind of okay with the state of Mystic aside from those things. And I think that, you know, many of the changes they decided to make were were good. Um, right. Oh, I guess another thing that I was thinking is, like, maybe you could uh, make the dragons, like, more useful. Like, I feel... Yeah, I feel like for the most part, it's kind of just like, oh, it's extra damage. But you know, maybe there could be some more interesting interaction or something. They kind of did it with wave. I mean, they at least buffed the waveboard one. Waveboard one. I I don't know why they didn't touch the others. It seems odd to me because they do so little damage. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think you know, for the waveboard one, I think they actually got rid of the bound on the uh, the three shard expense. Which I, I don't know if that was intended or not because they kind of lumped the flow into the uh, with the base skill, um, right? With the rework, I, I don't know if they intended to remove the bound or not, but I think they should add it back <laughs> if if okay. it was unintentional. Yeah, they're not, especially if they're not going to make it protected. I mean, it'd be cool if they just. Are, are you in the camp of like you'd prefer wave orb to just be fully protected and no CC? Or do you um, like the CC on it? See, I'm kind of okay with like strong hitting skills not being like protected. Like I think that, especially with the amount of utility that Wave Orb has, the slow right, it's humongous. Um, I think that it's okay for a skill like that to be unprotected. Uh, but I think that they could increase the the range, like the the size of the, yeah. the skill. Like I think, especially compared to a lot of the new classes, like Wave Orb is not, it's not very large. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess like I'm more on the side of yeah, it's okay to leave it unprotected with the CC. It just like gives you more, more, more choice, I guess. What about uh, Succession Mystic? What what were Suck Mystics kind of hoping for with the reworks? Um uh, yeah, so this is probably a little tougher to answer. I don't. Um, no, for sure. I think that um, shard uh, regaining for suck. Aside from like when you're comboing people, I think that was probably something. Um, I <laughs> trying to think. Like, I I feel like I've heard a lot of complaints before, but they're kind of just all losing. <laughs> like, I, like, I can't I think like, of it off the spot. Yeah, I like Talus's idea. He says, "Let Mystic ride the dragon." No, I, I agree. Give give Mystic the shy skateboard ability, but it's a dragon. Yeah, R Riven saying uh, large-scale shard regen and stamina is kind of the biggest things. So, um, and I know I know Suck Mystic kind of struggles with having like a legit protected combo because they have the damage. It's just they kind of have that Suck Mystic issue where, or Suck uh, Kuno issue where like you could do a combo and kill someone, but if anybody else is around, you're going to get knocked out of it. Um, there's not yeah. like a solid node war combo. Yeah, yeah, I think that they don't, I mean, obviously they have the soul basher, but it's not really like a combo skill, it doesn't really do damage, so I, yeah, I think for, at least for Awakened Mystic, there's a decent number of protected options, um, but yeah, for Suck Mystic, the large scale, you kind of have to commit, and it's tough, because I think a fair bit of their skills 
you need to be in position for like frontal. Yeah. Which it's very difficult in, in large scale, I think, at least for Suck Mystic when you're in the middle of things. And you need to cast a lot of these to get your shards. Alright, so let me before we jump back to Elida, I wanna I wanna introduce to Reslar the change to Twisted Collision. So back in the day, Reslar and I had this whole conversation when they first removed the uh uh frontal guard from Twisted Collision. Where he was mm -hmm. saying it would I if I remember correctly, Rez, you were saying it'd be interesting if they had just a couple of the skills a little bit different from Striker to Mystic, where if Mystic doesn't have frontal guard on Twisted, then Striker wouldn't have, I don't know, blank protection on a different ability, right? Well, yeah, so the 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 two skills that I was referring to was uh 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 Twisted Collision and um oh shit, what's uh what's side RMB called Mass on both the classes? Mass, Mass destruction, thank you, yeah. So they removed the frontal guard on Mystic, right? Yes. Yep, on Twisted, yep. Yeah, on so it's Twisted. Just a float. Yeah, so it's just a float. And then uh I said that uh oh well maybe what they'll do is they will either like keep the frontal guard but remove the CC on Twisted on Striker or like remove the protection from Striker to kind of like make the classes distinctly different in these two abilities that they both share and both spam constantly. Was essentially what I had said. Right. And then they never did that. Well, with this rework, and they had they just a... decided to nerf the shit out of Mystic and not Striker. Yeah, so with the rework, they decided to half revert the change. So they gave Frontal Guard back to Twisted Collision, but then removed the float. <laughs> so now Striker still has the Frontal Guard float, and Mystic just has wow. the Frontal Guard. What? <laughs> Why? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I mean, that skill is insane. Don't get me wrong, I hate it. It reminds me of, like, uh, Slanted Balance. Because it's just it's really fast, and you have frontal guard, frontal guard, but it's crazy that it's different. I, I I'm not I don't know I'm not fully sure what the deal I is. I just with that, I guess but. I just don't understand functionally why it would be different. You yeah. know that's where that's why I've always been so confused about it. Because at first it made sense to me when they did that. Because like I said, I was thinking like, oh, they're gonna do something to strike. Uh -oh. to make yeah. them different but no they literally just took away <laughs> something from mystic that they both had and then just left striker as is which like i mean i get that for a small period of time mystics were broken as shit um i don't remember if that change was made during that period but like yeah man that's confusing <laughs> why yeah it, it, it was kind of crazy um I, I don't know. I just when I when I saw that I thought of you Reslar immediately. I was like, oh my god. They they almost went back. They almost <laughs> went back to the way it was. And then not quite. Um all right, Elida, same kind of same question for you. What what were you hoping for most from the lawn rework? What were some of the things that you were like, man, I really hope lawn gets blank? Okay, so my initial reaction to like reworks is I wish our class got fucking nerfed. Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna say, it, but um, there are people in this class. There's too many people in this class, pretty much, that I did not want to see on the class. Um, but the thing is about Luke and Lon is they actually got one of their biggest kills nerfed. <laughs> yeah, Lon discreet is not okay, man. <laughs> the people I talk in there, not okay. But like, um, I think about Lon is one of their skills, uh, like really nerfed. Um. One of our main PCs, 
uh, but that is used like pretty often to like kill like to CC Rackloss. It's got nerfed. Um, it is not a CC anymore. Um, that which, which kind of is that? Uh, dancing with death. That was okay. the main. Like I, if I want to change anything, I want want to change that and like get damage like removed. I guess or damage some of the damage nerfed because that's actually a big part of our kit. Um, it helps us CC a lot of iframe classes easily, because if you can't grab them. Um, but honestly, I really wasn't expecting anything, because, like, Awakened Lawn was already in a really good spot, but I didn't think they would, um, I didn't think they would put it in a better spot than it was before. Oh, <laughs> um, like, they just buffed a bunch of its damage, and they buffed a bunch, like, they gave us new super armors, too. And for Sucklon, Sucklon, I was expecting them to get really buffed because um, the way Sucklon is now after the reworks, they're so far behind of classes that got reworked because they're dam they didn't buff the damage at all. They didn't buff any of the um, super armors at all. They literally just left it as it is and gave them like flying skills. Like my friend talked about this on a, my friend talked about this on a forum post. Uh, she explained like her like problems with Sucklon and her problems with, like, everything with the rework, and she explained a lot of things about it. Yeah, it's... Well, they didn't get... <clears throat> I don't know, I mean, they got, like, connection stuff. I, I, I know it probably was unlikely, but there was part of me that was like, I wonder if they're gonna give Salpuri super armor back. Yeah, I didn't... The thing is, I didn't play Sucklon. I didn't play at all when Salpuri had... Um, super armor, but the thing is, like, there's so like the problems were not a about Sucklon, like they were not addressed. Like, they were um, like they just basically just got like useless buffs that do not help any way in life skill. Like, there's just quality of life stuff just flying around. Yeah. Um. So you guys got two basically two of your skills redesigned um eradication blood moon twist uh can you kind of explain the changes to those and if if they're good or bad um so eradication i feel like would be good with the bond but i'm not sure how it would work i'd have to test it out a little bit um i don't know if the dam the damage on it seems decent uh, for blood moon twist i'm pretty sure it's just still a dp debuff or dpa uh, buff right right um, pretty much yeah so it's just a different animation doesn't make that much of a difference and it's also i think it also might hurt the hurt it a little bit because it's slower animation the other animation before was really fast and you can just do it really quickly but uh, eradication should be good to use if i figure out how to use it if like people will figure out how to use it hey you just gotta sit and kyrim knows how to use this skill well on on Hash. I, I was like dueling Kyrim's hash, hash v hash, and the oddly the thing that he CC'd me with most was Sand Slicer, and I was like, what the f how the fuck is this hitting me every time? <laughs> I was like, and this kind of works like that, like it's just a quick jut forward into a stiff, and then if you hold LMB, it's a knockdown. But that one, it's like, or RMB, I guess. But it's like weird. It's, I don't know why you would ever do the second part. It seems so slow. Is it RMB, LMB? I forget. You have to hold something. Um, I also want to see how, like, if you dash, dash, and then eradication grab, I want to see how, like, well that would work in, like, 1v1s and shit. Yeah, let me, because, um, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, did they fix... I, I guess, like, some lawns feel like you guys suck in large scale. I've heard that before. Do you feel like any of the changes made her large scale improved? I mean, it does damage increase. Like, not, not, none of the reworks, like, really helped it. It was just kind of, we have more damage. Like, use it, pretty much. Like, use it the same way they were using before, but more damage. Right. Um, what about PvE for Awakening? Do you think with, since they, they buffed, what, Tailspin? They buffed um, Bleeding Hearts. Plus, you guys have the new skills, and they buffed the damage on um, Dancing with Death. Do you feel like, and the AoE size, I guess, increase on SRMB and Flow Mangler? Do you think that those are going to help with PvE? And they, I guess they also changed your pull for both classes. Made it yeah. spammable. I mean, the thing is, it is helpful, but like, I feel like Suck Lot is still going to be like, so like much further up in PvE than Awakened. But, like, just if you like to play the class. Like, Sucklon will always, I think, will always be superior. Just because of the amount of skills that you rotate. Just like 30 and the amount of damage you dish <laughs> on PvE. Yeah. You don't think the damage buffs are going to be enough to bring it closer? No, because there's too many skills that, like, the cooldown. Actually, the cooldown on Bleed got lowered, which actually helps a little bit. But I still think Awaken or Succession damage is better. Right. Um. Alright, Froge, you guys also got two new abilities um one of them is really interesting and then one of them is really interesting probably for a bad reason uh can we talk about your ranged skill a little bit talk a little bit about the two skills um but start with the ranged one i think that one is at, at least has me perplexed maybe there's something you see that i don't see on the new ranged yeah. skill um so <laughs> Yeah, that range skill. So from what I've seen, that range skill has actually uh, quite a bit of range. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, it's unprotected. I think it clearly it's supposed to be like a PvE skill, right? Um, but I, I actually don't know how like how the cast time of it is. is. If it's like fast or slow. There could be some like new scenarios where you can use it to like snipe people out or maybe you use it to get an extra bit of damage before you do something or or maybe throw an add-on onto it and then just kind of like play from distance get the add-on because i think the cooldown it's pretty large but um yeah so it's a 13 yeah, I, second I, cooldown and i would say the cast time is almost identical to just raw casting wave orb okay yeah like it, it has a very limited uses i think in its current state you know maybe, I think the, the the most you might get out of it is like, oh, you you use it to like finish off a low health dude or like kill steal somebody, right? But I, I don't. It does not seem super useful, at least in terms of PvP. Maybe for PVE, um, you know, I mean, PVE it's probably nice. Maybe it'll help you pull. But to be honest, I don't think that that was that big of an issue in the first place. So. Right. What about the uh, the other? No, I don't know if they have proper names, but this other ability, which is SQ, this one is a. Um... Does 1355 oh, yeah. times 10, 50% crit, 10% accuracy, gives you 30 HP on hit, and uh, has a bound and down smash and down attack. And it's just kind of like yeah. a stomp, a forward stomp. Yeah, I, I think that skill actually has um, some good potential. Like, Aside from like the, the key combination, I think what's SQ, which SQ, is also yeah. the same as uh, Somersault. So you're going to have to like hop bar that or something. But I think that skill has... Uh, 
good potential. Like the damage looks pretty high. I think it might open up some options for just like a burst combo. Like I think these rework the rework is especially with the change to Dragon Shatter, which we'll probably talk later. I think has maybe is solving some of the problems that Awakened Mystic has, right? Like there's the lack of burst, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. This skill might give you some more of that kind of like awakened damage burst. And I also think saw so I think it's got it's got bound on it. It's also unprotected. Right. I think this skill maybe you can like I think it might just be an extra damage skill depending on how slow or fast this thing is. And it also has down smash, so it's possible you can use this for down smash like reset combo. <clears throat> but I think that my initial thoughts on that skill is I think it's not bad. I, th- I think it's uh, definitely usable. Um, if you gave it a protection, I think it would be very good. But I think in its current state, it's probably usable. It's pretty, it could be pretty good. Yeah, I feel like it almost does this. My my only issue with it, and I don't know, maybe let me know if you agree or disagree, but it feels like it does the exact same thing as Unbridled Wrath. So it's like, like it's just, well, except it has the bound, but it's like just a kind of slow, unprotected, just kit. Like if it was super armor, then I'd get it. It's like, oh, cool. Now you kind of have an awakening Unbridled Wrath. Yeah, I, I think well, um, it's definitely mostly going to be like a 1v1 combo dump damage skill, which like <clears throat> you don't, it's not nece- really that necessary for Mystic, right? I, I don't think in 1v1s Mystic really needs that burst. But I think you, it, it does look kind of slow too, right? So you might not be able to get away with it in large scale, but if you position properly, it, it's, it, it might give you another option. Um, because like, you can still get away with casting Unbridled if you, <laughs> in, you know, Node War scenarios, you just have to be very careful. Mm-hmm. So I think it might give you another option. Maybe you just like do umbra- if you think you can get away with both scales and it's got a lot of bursts. Like maybe you just like dump damage, right? And and I think that that was one of the problems that Awakened Mystic had is it just doesn't have a good way to dump a lot of damage. Right. If you and like right, if you give it protection, I think it might become very strong um, in its current state because it's unprotected. You know, there's more decision, and if you can capitalize on the opportunity, then it could be very good. Um, just gotta have to make sure it's got enough damage, but it does seem like it does. So, yeah, I um, I think it's overall not bad. What, what about the the dragon shatter change? So they removed all of the first punches. Did the damage or any of that change? Uh, so from what I heard, I think it uh, did. I think it's actually I, I have live super. Let's see what. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, they is... they moved dragon shatter into uh, it's it's just the last hit now. Right, um, it's just the last hit. Current on live server, it's last hit damage is twelve forty by three. Ah, okay. So yeah, this is twelve sixty by or twelve forty times six. Yeah. So they. So I. I think that this skill actually has quite a bit of potential now. Is it? I think it's KD, right? So. Um, uh, if it this doesn't KD, have. It has no CC on it in this version. Oh. At least it doesn't show. It's just a down attack, down smash. Okay. Uh, okay. Never mind. I thought it had. If it retained its KD. I think that it could be pretty. It could change Mystic a fair bit. Like I think it has a lot of potential. You might see some new combos, and you you will see more burst combos if it still had its KD. And if if you you'd have to figure out what skills you can flow it from. But um, I think that yeah, if it doesn't have KD, then it's probably kind of trash. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's it's pretty fast, right? And it's, it has down smash, so you might be able to just like fill it in. I think you might be able to cast it after wave orb. So 
Um, yeah, just depending on how it flows, it might just be an extra damage filler, which could be pretty decent because I think that I mean it's like twelve forty by six. It's not bad. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. It's another one where I it's thought like, it well, since it doesn't have a CC. I mean, for large scale, it'd probably be helpful if it had protection at least. But yeah, no. it, it is pretty fast. Um, but yeah, I. Man, I, I thought it's had a KD. I'm kind of surprised. Like, I don't understand why. I guess they just wanted it to be a filler skill. Yeah, well. I can't remember how it f works with Wave Orb on, on live, but it does flow fairly well. Like, if you were to, like, you know how sometimes when you're just trying to, like, secure a kill on the ground in Node War, you just flash forward Wave Orb? You can, like, flash Dragon Wave Orb, and it's pretty quick. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I. On current live, like, I pretty much never cast Dragon Shatter. Like, I, I don't even. Right. I, it's just not worth it. Um, but if they move it to like in the current in the new rework state, right, where it's just that last hit, then I think the skill has good potential. Um, but yeah, if they remove the KD, then I don't know. It just looks like filler damage now. Then, but yeah, as for live, I pretty much I, I don't I don't think you should use Dragon Shatter. It's um, not worth it. So. When you use, uh, all right, so let, with some of the one, I, I feel like these are, were a little bit more geared, well, all right, let, they reverted some of the old changes. So you got Twisted Collision, although you didn't get the float. Um, they also made it so Wolf's Frenzy is now fully iframe and they removed the stun. And lastly, they made it so whenever you use the Prey Hunt, uh, version of Crouching Wolf, when you have three shards, um, the stiffen now applies in PvP. So, could you kind of just walk us through how mu how impactful are these three changes for I guess both large scale and one v ones? Because for me, like I was, I was so sad when they changed prey hunt way back in the day because I felt like it was one of the things that made Mystic feel competitive against more like rat classes like Ninja Kuno and stuff. And when that was like taken away, it was like ugh. I don't know what. Yeah. Your so. Feelings? I actually didn't play around the time when that crouching still had stiffen, so I can't say from experience how that would feel, but I do think it would be quite broken. <laughs> um, but yeah, let, let's start with the I'll start with the twisted okay. change. Um, I think the twisted change is like, I mean, in some scenarios it's better, in some scenarios it's, in my opinion, I don't like the change. Like I think in more scenarios it's worse than it's than with the with the frontal compared to the float right mm -hmm. um the skill was already pretty fast and you would link it into sea burial which is super armor so oftentimes you can get away with casting twisted like uh in in skirmish scenarios without getting cc'd you, you wouldn't get punished and also gives you a float so like i think it, it was like at least for me the primary tool for um combos for float because a lot of people run adas right so if you you remove the float from Twisted. There's only, I think you can only float with Somersault Kick, and um, there's like a flow in Thunder Pound or something, but not many people use that. And the problem with the Somersault float is usually you're going to flow that into Wave Orb. So you're going to cast two unprotected skills. And in 1v1, I guess that's okay, but in large scale, you're, you're just like not going to get away with that. So the change to like protection on, Thieber, uh, or on Twisted, it's not. I feel like it's not very useful. Like you, you, the only scenario where I can imagine where it might be more useful is like if you want to gain ground, you want to you want to scale like vertically, and you use like twisted into like sky 
hammer or whatever this skill is called, the, the vertical movement stuff, then that's more reliable. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't like the change for the twisted. Um, all right, what's uh, frenzy? Yeah, wolf's frenzy. That change, I think, it's very good. Right, it basically gives Mystic another form of survivability, so it's going to make her tankier, which is nice, especially with all the um, like uh, accuracy going around. So I think that the wolf's frenzy gives you a lot more options, which I really like. I I haven't tried it myself, but I think like some people have been complaining about the usage of it. So, like in the live or global labs, aside from the bug, I'm not talking about the <laughs> the spamming bug, but um, I think you also get shards from it. So I, I think that wolf's frenzy that change is going to be very very nice um, overall. And I'm trying to think, well, uh, the third thing was uh, oh yeah, the stiffen on uh, crouching. Yeah, I. Like you said, I think in some matchups that it'll be pretty game changing. I like I haven't experienced it myself, but um, I know at, at least for Awaken the change is very nice. Right. Uh, I have heard complaints for Suck though because I think you, so for Suck crouching you used to be able to cast with one shard you could get the twenty percent attack speed buff. I think with the change now they cannot. So I think that so the Suck Mystic players don't really like this change very much. Um, for for the stiffen, and I don't know if they would rather have the stiff or the attack speed buff. I'm I'm not entirely sure. So, but I think for for awakening the changes. Um. So some of the things <clears throat> that Striker got that Mystic did not, which I think are notable, are um, you guys don't get to keep your crouching wolf buff for twenty seconds, which is kind of strange. Yeah, Stri Striker got that, and they didn't change the spiral core to have super armor all the way through like they did with spiral cannon yep um yep. your feelings on those being left out are those an oversight or you think they just felt like uh, mystic shouldn't get those i i wouldn't be surprised if they didn't <laughs> if they didn't put it in i do think that they should be put in uh especially because striker has them but like you know i, I mean there's a fair bit of stuff that striker has that Mystic doesn't, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't like make it on par. Right. Um, I, I think that they should be on par, or at least, but you know, <laughs> we don't know what their what their their plan is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they come. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Elida, is there anything major with the with the lawn rework? that you feel like in large scale is going to be really impactful? Like something that you couldn't do before that now is kind of an option that changed on the Awaken Lawn changes? Um, not going to lie, not really. I think the biggest thing was damage and then also the Brittle to Spare range. The Brittle to Spare range also got longer, wider. So I think that would help a little bit for like staying a little bit back and using it. I see. Um, yeah, I know that the night, cause we were dealing with the translations and you and I were talking and yeah. you thought that they buffed the, the yeah, vice damage right yeah, too. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's <clears throat> all right. Um, I don't know, does, does, I mean, do you feel like Awaken Lawn needs change? Like, can we, let's talk about the grab a little bit. I know, Rez, you wanted to talk about the lawn grab. Um, oh, I just want to hear what he has to say about it, that's all. Yeah. Oh, I think it's broken. <laughs> I think that thing is only broken and should have been nerfed. 
So what what do you what should have been nerfed about? Like what makes the lawn grab broken and what should have been nerfed in your opinion? I think the, the it shouldn't be a cone grab. The cone grab is what makes it really like broken. But like they should have um what's it called? Before they had it so it was slower, but they buffed it like a couple, like eight months ago that made it faster. I don't think that it should have been a buff like in the game. And they should have like nerfed the cone and speed of it probably. Yeah, I don't know. Rez, what what are your feelings on the lawn grab? Uh, needs to be nerfed. Let's go immediately, the... along with every other ranged grab. Nayashi, oh, I think Nayashi. Yeah. Oh, are you back? Uh, what what are your feelings on lawn grab? Shouldn't exist. It's not... <laughs> you think it shouldn't exist at all? Is it the I don't most think range grab, grab should exist? Period. In this game, grab is already a very powerful mechanic. Like, yeah, sure, in large scale, it probably isn't considered very powerful. But it, like overall, like it's an extremely strong. Yeah. And if you like look at any sort of videos that have been put out about how the hitbox is on some <laughs> of these range grabs, specifically lawns, yeah, it's outrageous. It it's should not be a thing. Like even like in uh, for the missing grab, for example, I know what he was saying. Where some classes have the the ability to get out, but for like Musa Mewa, it's a death sentence. You get caught in the grab, you're fucked. You mean the so, the vacuum or yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. vacuum in the grab. Sorry. Um, so it's grab is just too strong of a fucking mechanic. It should not be a range feature at all <laughs> yeah. in any capacity. Like I think it's outrageous that they started with lawn and then they constantly added more. They added like three or four more range grabs with all the newer classes. So I, I agree range grabs shouldn't be a thing on, for any of the classes. I still feel the lawn is the most egregious one, mostly because... Now, I know obviously you get desynced and pulled back in all, all grabs all the time. Like, that happens a lot yeah. to a lot of people. But this one is like, even when there's not desync, you get pulled back because the radius is so forgiving. Yeah. Like... It's a, it's a no-skill uh, ability that just auto-wins for them. Like, sad to say, but that's how I honestly feel about it. Froge, there is no effort required. What is your feeling on the lawn grab, Froge? And and you, <laughs> and Mystic grab, I guess. Yeah, so I also think range grabs are very, like, they're too way too strong. If you're going to give people range grabs, they should not be, like, very fast. Because, um, I mean, if, if you're lucky and you have iframe in your class, then you can dodge it. But it's, especially like the lawn one, it, you have to be very fast. And yeah, I think some of them are very forgiving, especially like Lawn, right? Like the the radio. I feel like if I don't, if I can't iframe it, it's just like I'm, I'm gonna get grabbed. Uh, so it's pretty tricky. I, I think some of the other range grabs they've introduced, like um, like for instance, right? Nobody really compl complains about Corsair's range grab because it's super slow, even though it's got a long range, right? And I think that that could maybe be a way to try and fix this if you don't want to remove range grabs entirely but um yeah i mean they are very very strong in general i mean honestly let's be real corsair doesn't even need it they'll just hit you with one fucking whale from 30 yards away <laughs> and you'll die okay the, I mean, the awakened whales are not doing that all right all right fair the awakened <laughs> ones aren't that would be interesting could you imagine if they made lawn awaken grab the exact same as corsair like the dura the speed 
That really, that. that really should be the only way that you have a range. One of like, the inherent, one of the inherent things that keeps grabs balanced compared to other CCs is that you have to get up close. And then for some reason they decided to do something different with lawn, which is an outlier. Like fine, okay. But then they were like, hey, you know how we had that one outlier? That's going to be every single class from now on. Awaken Hash is going to have a ranged grab. Uh, Awaken Corsair is going to have a ranged grab, albeit at least it's slightly balanced. Uh, fucking Awaken or uh, pre-awakened fucking Nova is going to have a ranged grab. Like everyone's going to have a ranged grab now, and you're just going to have to learn to deal with that. But it completely invalidates one of the core like weaknesses of grabs in the first place, which is you have to be right fucking on top of them. Yeah, it's like here's the thing. Like I don't. I don't like range grabs because it just promotes a play style like what Lon does. Like rotate super armors, keeps keep at range and whatnot, and just go for the grab. Like every ten to thirteen seconds, I can't remember. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. I think. Fucking outrageous. So you got eleven minute or eleven second window where basically they're just gonna run away for ten seconds and rotate super armors, and then they're coming back in. And a lot of classes do that already with melee-related grabs. It's just... The, the whole mechanic needs to be reworked. I don't like how grabs are, period. Like, I haven't liked them for years. Most of the time, I could deal with them. Um, and it, some classes are a little bit more outrageous, like Warrior with their lower cooldown grab just applies way too much pressure, especially with their ability to stay on top of you. All the slows make it even worse and more egregious with these range grabs because then it's just like it's even more forgiving because you just can't get out of the way. The mechanic um, is just. Froze, let me ask you. Tuned. Let me ask you a uh, philosophical question here. I so at Froze Analyte, actually, both of you guys, I I have been saying for a while that I really think just kind of across the board that every grabs cooldown is way too low. I know like Zerker's a little bit of an exception, but um, they do also have four grabs. But aside from Zerker, like Mystic Striker is seven seconds, Guardian is seven seconds, Warrior is eight seconds, Lawn is 11, Suicide Falls only 10 seconds, which is like in the context of a fight is actually so low. Um, in your opinion, so I, I've been saying for a while, like I honestly, if they literally doubled grab cooldowns, I, I would be 100% okay with it. If there was a patch one day that just doubled the cooldown of all grabs across the board, um, how would you guys feel about that? Uh, I guess starting with Froge. Um, so I think, I mean, I think that it could be, like, if you do it to every class, I think it could be okay. Um, like, if you were to just make every grab. Like double the range or double the double the range. Everyone should have Please, that's what he really wants. The wording, the, the, the intern <laughs> might mistake in that as a request. I, I think the the real thing is like, the, or one of the big problems with grabs is just like you, you need to be able to punish punish them, right? right? So especially with range grabs, I think if if you have a range grab and you decide to, to use it, it should be really punishing if. Where, like, I think the recovery speed for a good amount of those, like, grabs, if you're not, it's, like, pretty fast. If you're anticipating it and then you dodge, or you well-timed dodge the grab, you can potentially punish some of these other classes. But I think if they made it so that 
these grabs are punishable when they're missed. It's kind of a thing because, like, I mean, at least for Gauntlets, or at least for Mystic, um, the grab is SA, but if you miss, there's like that like back step. And because you're melee range, if you're, if you're trying to go into a ball and grab like a priority target, you're gonna get CC. But you know, Lon has that too, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I know Lon okay. has that too. Okay. Um, it's just that the difference is right. Lon is like not specifically for Lon, just for range grab, you can space yeah, okay. it better. Whereas melees have to commit, so the likelihood of getting CC'd on the miss, it's like very high. I'm um, pretty sure the only Casa has that doesn't have that is Sage, because Hash has that long ass animation that they have to do for the range grab if they miss. And one has the backstab. Um, plus, there. Nova has the run, where you can just, like, if you have a grab, you can just grab them easily after the run. It's also, like, a part of it is unprotected. And I don't know about Corsair. Yeah, I know for, for Lon, you can definitely punish it if you space properly. So Especially in, like, skirmish scenarios, like, if you see Lon go for grab, it's a pretty easy punish. Um, but, like, I think, like, if they wanted to overall nerf grab, then they could just try to make them more punishing if they're missed. Um, you know, and I think, I mean, well, CD is also... Trend, though. You know, that hasn't really been the trend. Corsair is the outlier. Most of the grabs are very, very difficult to punish. Or they're yeah, exactly, used right. in a way that's yeah. an, it's literally impossible to punish. Like, say, for example, Nova, they just get you in a, uh, a vacuum, and then they go in with their range grab, and there's like literally almost no way to punish that. Pretty much no way to punish it. Yeah, yeah it's pretty tricky. Like, especially if you don't have iframes, it's just like, yeah, it's... it's, it's yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, what to do then. <laughs> I yeah, liked, there's, there's I, nothing to do. That's the I don't know if anyone remembers, but when, when Sage first came out, and me, Rezlar, and Armin had a conversation about this, about the Sage uh, ranged grab fail animation, I wish that that was the, the default fail animation for like every grab, where it was like a full second where you like kind of can't do anything if you fail. This is before they made it, so their grab overcharges Bolt for no reason. Because mm-hmm. um, then that way it's like, I don't know, just having like that moment of when you're looking for a gra- all right, so looking for a grab and like at least it, let's say if you're a moose or a mewa, looking for a grab shouldn't just be a I'm looking for it to avoid getting CC'd, but you should also be looking for it to go for a catch. And the ones that don't have any like fail animation or such a minimal one, like Tamer and current Sage, I even I the lawn fail is so short like it means like i mean it borderline means nothing i guess in like group pvp it could be rough but like in 1v1 the lawn fail grab is so hard to punish like there's no yeah. way you're gonna see the grab and be like all right now i'm gonna punish this like immediately well, and after all, and again like as like i said earlier another part of that is the fact that it's ranged right like these ranged grabs you're not theoretically if you're positioning correctly you shouldn't be in as much danger as if you had to go get right up in their face right if i go try to grab this fucking striker and then he either resists it or it desyncs or whatever nine times out of ten my ass is now getting grabbed whereas a lawn range grabs him let's say he resists or desyncs well guess what not only is the lawn fucking 10 feet away out of grab range from the striker they can also go directly into a spammable iframe so there's like no worry whatsoever so it's it's safety on top of safety on top of safety and it's just it's way too much 
That's the problem with all ranged grabs. I mean, I know we're picking on Lon a bit, but it's really all the ranged grabs. Well, I mean, grabs. the thing about the thing about spammable iframes is like we have it, but like it costs like four, four or five of them is all our stamina. So like, there's really no point in like if you spam your iframe, you should be dead. Like they're just there. So I don't, that's not a problem. But the fact that what you have a spammable like, iframe, like the other grab classes don't have spammable iframes. Me as a Zerker, I don't have an iframe where I can go in, try to get a grab, and then iframe, iframe, iframe. Oh, now I'm out of the ball. Now I can just fly away because I'm away from people. No, but it's not spammable. If there's a cooldown on it. That's the thing. If you try to spam it, you will still take damage. You still will chunk, get chunked in damage. It's SA, like a second and a half, or like a second until, you, um, until it's iframe again. So, like, even if you try to spam iframe instead of ball, you will die. Yeah, essentially, if you Fair just enough. hold, if you just hold it, Res, I think what Elida is pointing out is on on lawn. If you just hold the side dash, it go. It's essentially iframe, super armor, super armor, iframe, super armor, super armor. But they have other iframes that they can use while they're waiting on that iframe cooldown. They have one. Yeah, they have, they're, cool they're primrose and because then, I know uh, for a fact because I've had lawns dive in the middle of my ball they don't get what they're looking for and then I go to grab them and they're just iframing all over the place yeah so, I mean they do have I, I mean it's only a one second cooldown but yeah and it's 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 not just that but again it's the range as well right like in the middle but, you being in the middle of a ball you don't have to be you can you can go on the edge, throw your grab inward. If you get a grab, then great. If you don't, then guess what? You're still on the edge of the ball, right? As a mystic or as a zerker or as anything that is a like a melee grab, you have to get in the ball to try to go for these grabs. That's the problem Wait, with sage. That's the problem. Not, with but the thing is, you're, you're talking about like inside the ball, but you don't have to be directly inside the ball. Like our range is not that different. Like you still, you can still be in the same position and just walk up a little bit and still grab them. Like the range is just like a sense of like, like just a little bit of range, to a little bit out of the ball. It's not like directly inside or directly outside of the ball. Like you guys are still like on the side too. You can still be on the side and still grab them. Yeah, well, yeah, like, Lon, Lon doesn't really typically. I mean, I don't know, and maybe your war is a little different, but in our in the wars that I'm typically in, lawns aren't able to dive in the ball. They're usually staying on the outside because just because there's so much damage and everyone yeah, has so much gear. But, but uh, yeah, no. But my point is that these grabs are a really powerful mechanic, right? Yeah. Because it goes through frontal guard and because it goes through SA. But there's a certain risk attached to using them in a lot of scenarios, in almost every scenario. And ranged grabs, they take away a large part of that risk, as well as the ability to have multiple iframes to get out of dodge, as well as the ability to not have a big animation whenever... Like, if I go for a corpse storm grab, if I miss that, or if that resists, or if that desyncs, I'm stuck in a one and a half second animation, waiting for this fucking... Now, it's SA, but I'm still in this animation where I can't do anything, right? Right. And it's um, all these things combined is kind right, of what, right. why people have such an issue with lawn grab. Um, the last thing on grabs, I, I kind of I want to get uh both Froja and Elida, your guys' opinion on it. But um, so typically the protection or lack thereof on grabs is is in three different portions. There's on attempt when you go for the grab, whether that has protection or not, and then there's on success where if, for example, like a striker when they're punching in the air. If they have super armor during that, or Zerker when they're holding you up, and then on the on fail, um, which most 
grabs don't have anything on the fail. Um, how do you guys feel about protection on the grab attempt? So, for example, striker grab or, or mystic grab. Like, do you do you think that it is required? Like, it's necessary for the class? Because I know, like, a lot of classes that feel like they rely heavily on a grab feel like, well, that's all we have, so we need that. Do Do you guys feel that way? No, I don't feel that way at all. That make like that make the game so imbalanced that it shouldn't it shouldn't be a thing. You can literally just throw out grabs without punish, and like just it's broken i mean that's the case I, I think that that's the current like the case in live right now right it's like on attempt it's still it's still protected it's just on fail that it's not right. or at least for i think for outlets like, right yeah um that's only if you hit it no no no, you just... no gauntlets it's on attempt it's super armor the moment you press the button really yeah oh yeah and i, I mean okay most so i think it's honestly fine to keep it on attempt because i think that there should be some classes that are able to get in a ball and grab priority targets like let's say i mean it's kind of cursed because valk has a lot of resist right but like if you see a valk ulting that awakened valk ulting you need somebody to try and stop it right i mean i think the best solution honestly is to disperse but let's say you want to try and grab them if you have no class that can on attempt try and counter that play then like it's then that's kind of like doomed, right? So I think it's okay to have it on attempt. I think just on fail, the punish should be larger depending on both the CD and range of the grab. And I think that that like, it's kind of like my viewpoint on it at least. That would be fair. All right. All right, let's move let's move off of grabs. Um all right, obviously the, the wolf's frenzy thing is a bug, right? It's it's not gonna stay that way. The cool the weird how you can spam it. Oh uh, yeah, I think that's a bug. I, if that's actually intended, then Mystic's gonna be very broken. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, one of the things that Mystic did get, uh, that Striker had at first, um, but then it got taken away, and now it it doesn't actually work on Global Labs right now. But it's in the notes, um, where you get your nine percent evasion buff, um, when using Double Flash two times in a row. Uh, do you, is that impactful? Do, do mystics have a hard time keeping the evasion buff up, uh, during fights in like large scale? Um, uh, so for awaken, it's not too hard to keep it up because you can just cast, I think it's rapid stream, like shift LMB, but I think it will be really nice. Like, I think it basically, what it's saying is you're guaranteed to have this 9% evasion, like all the time, almost all the time. Uh, I, as for suck, it's harder for them to get that evasion buff, right? Because they have to cast the side LMB, the triple flying kick or something, or yeah, triple flying kick. That thing's un—I mean, it's also unprotected, but it's kind of slow and also like I, I mean, I think what is it? It just gives the—I I think the Mystic Awakened Mystic's way of getting the evasion with uh, Rapid Stream is much, or what is it? Yeah, Rapid Stream is much easier than suck. So I think this change overall is good for both. And it's just going to make Mystic like tankier in general because I think pretty much everyone will always have the evasion buff. Even if you weren't managing it that well before. Right. Uh, compared, to, compared to Succession, would you say overall for, for PvP that Awaken Mystic damage is still worse um, after these reworks? Uh, that's... I, I'm not sure. I mean, it, I I don't want to say for sure because I haven't tested it, and also like 
I'm kind of so sad that the, the Dragon Shatter KD is removed because I might have given some burst options, but I think that it's it will probably still be less damage. Um, but I think that's fine. Like I don't think Awakened Mystic should be dealing like as much damage as Succession Mystic because of the utility. Um, I mean, I don't, they, they haven't really changed that much for damage. Right? I think they only they buffed Wave Orb. Yeah, but that's it. So. I think the damage is probably going to be basically the same as it is on live for Awakening, so I think it's going to be still quite a bit less than Succession. Right. But the difference is, right, like Awakening, it's more protected, uh, so you're going to get more skills off in like a large-scale skirmish, or large-scale scenario. Um, okay. What? I'm trying to think of like is there are there any other major changes it, I, when i think about the mystic changes compared to striker it, even though it is mostly like positive stuff in here it's like striker got so many additional things now i know like a striker on week two and three got stuff and they're they're you know we're only in round one of mystic but even even compared to round one um on live server, if you just compare the two classes, and I, I know it's like, I, I don't really love comparing classes because everyone's different, the playstyles are different, but in the current state of the game, is Mystic in a better or worse spot than Striker on live, uh, in your opinion, overall? Uh, yeah, so... Honestly, I think that the, there are probably... Okay, I think at like a higher gear level, right? I think Mystic is probably slightly better. Uh, maybe like at, I think they're pretty close. Like I don't think it's oh I, I think, I think you can make Mystic work against like Striker, especially if you're playing like Awakening with the utility. It really helps them match up. I think. I but I think overall they're pretty close. You do lose a lot of damage. Compared to Striker, I think if you're playing Awaken Mystic, right? But you're, that's right. kind of okay with the trade-off, right? For utility, I do think that they can still up Awaken Mystic's damage. Like I'm not saying current Awaken Mystic does enough damage. I don't think it does like enough damage. I think that they could give more damage buffs, and it would still be like fine, especially with if we're talking about like a lot of the really strong classes um, in like the current meta, right? Um. But I, I do think that they're like relatively close. If you gave Mystic some extra damage buffs, I think it would be quite good. And I think yeah. it because in current state, I think it's question. So yeah. when I was last active, um, Mystic was basically one shotting with a couple abilities after some major um, buff uh, to damage. Are you guys still doing that on life? Are you, you're probably, That's probably succession. Yeah, you're probably. Was suck. it succession? Yeah, it was yeah. succession. Oh, you're referring to awakening right now. Gotcha. Yeah, I think. I mean, suck has, does a shit ton of damage, <laughs> but I, I think it's probably a little bit too much damage. But I mean, it's also kind of situational, right? I mean, they they can't really unload that damage the same way a lot of the other classes can in large scale. So, it's kind of tough to More balance, conditional right? Conditional with its comboing and whatnot yeah exactly just outright throwing it out gotcha yeah so I, I think i mean i think the damage is definitely really high but it's also just hard to balance it too because it's like well i mean if you lower it then it might become 
I think you could honestly their kill potentials lower. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, suck suck probably does enough damage, if not a little bit too much. And then awakening, they should probably give it some slight damage buffs. They don't need to make it nearly as close to the damage that suck can output because of the utility trade off. But yeah, I, I do think it it can still be improved a little bit. Gotcha. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I was I was just trying to recall. So I'm like. I was getting two shot by freaking mystics yeah. in Battle Arena one time, so I was like, uh... Yeah, I think if Suck Mystic expends starts on some of the, like, the... I don't know if it's Rage Hammer, Wave Orb, or, like, Roaring. Three shards, and those skills do, like, so much damage. Yeah. You just lose, like, all your HP. Um, Alright, I, I want to talk a little bit about the topic of... I, I guess Mystic's... And Striker's tankiness, the magic DR, and and just how much more tanky you guys are than other classes. So on one hand, obviously it's super necessary because you guys are pure melee. Like that's the difference between Striker and, and Mystic compared to some of the other melee classes, like Sork that do have some range options, or even like Suck Hash or Awaken Hash. You, you, have a, you can put a lot of distance between you and your enemy and still do some things. Um, or Ninja Kuno, where they're spamming iframes, they're super quick and they can kind of get in and out quick. One of the differences with Striker Mystic, they're a lot slower than those classes and you're kind of forced to be pure melee 100% of the time. Um, so my question to you is, because I, as someone who doesn't play the class, I do have to fight against all these magic classes who, because apparently they run into Strikers and Mystics so often, They've now changed their minds from we wish we did more damage to Striker Mystic to we just want to do more damage overall and we don't do damage because the only thing they remember is the small amount of damage they did to Strikers and Mystics. Uh, <laughs> how do you think that they should change kind of the the magic DR, magic DP thing? Do you think it's in a good spot? Like what, what, where's like, what kind of balance could you do to the way the tankiness works on Striker Mystic to make it feel there's not three classes that don't do damage to you, um, I guess. What are your feelings on, on that or your stance on that? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, so personally, I think that <laughs> evasion, honestly, even especially for gauntlets, is really not super great. Like, I think with the accessibility of accuracy and also all the new classes with the crazy, like, accuracy modifiers, Striker, like, Mystic, I don't think it's really that tanky. Like you have to run, honestly. I think centaurs, and even then, you you really aren't that tanky. I think a lot of people are built because a lot of people are optimized. Like I mean, DR is so cheap, right? It's really easy to get those accuracy accessories. So a lot of people are getting accuracy really early on, and I really don't feel like that. Like striker mystic is like insanely tanky. I mean, maybe in a Maybe in a 1v1, it can be, if you're like decently outgeared, there might be no chance you can kill them. But I think with the right gear, especially with the current state of the game, like I think the current state, it's like a very burst-heavy meta. It's just kill or be killed. And that's why a lot of the, the other classes kind of, I mean, like for example, I, I mean, like Ninja or these other, they can kill people before they die. That's not the case for, like, at least for Mystic. I mean, Striker has a little bit more burst, so <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, awesome. I was going to say, just for Mystic. Mystic, just for Mystic. <laughs> yeah, like, Mystic doesn't have the burst to kill you before they get killed, so it's not like... I really don't think that Mystic is, like, overly tanky. 
Um, I think, I think it's honestly just a matter of like, it might just be a matter of year. Um, I, I really don't think that it's like crazy, crazy tanky. What about compared, like, for example, DKs and Sorks, I would say are two, uh, DK, Sork, Wiz, Witch. Like when these people run into a Striker and Mystic in open world, they feel oh, that's, yeah. mad at, at, at Mystics and Strikers and at, at me. Um, do you think that that sh uh, relationship is okay? Just the modify. Do you think that they should do a little bit more damage to you, those four classes in particular? Uh, yeah, like I think that they could try to balance it in such a way that there aren't such sharp contrasts for some classes, right? Because yeah, like you said, those classes you named, right? I would never really be afraid of fighting them because yeah, like the magic DP just makes me really tanky. Um, I. I think that they could try to balance it so that those classes have like a better chance of winning. But to be honest, I don't know if, like, I, I think with enough, eh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough to say, right? Because the meta classes do so much damage, right? And then you have some classes that just don't do any damage. So you, you have to like kind of like you know move the levers, you know, change some of the numbers because it's. It's hard to make it so that Mystic isn't like, or at least Gauntlets aren't oppressive to like certain classes. But also, like you know, I, it's hard to make it tanky in general with right. the way that they, they they have the system. So, but yeah, I, I think that for some class matchups, they could definitely up the damage. But I don't know if it's necessarily a Magic DP problem because some of the like meta classes are still just right, still shredding some modifiers, I guess. So yeah. Do you ever do you run into Sorks and DKs that one well, combo you still? Real real quick, uh Elida, I know you gotta get going here, brother. Um Frosty, did you have one last thing you wanted to ask him before uh, he takes off? Because yeah, he yeah. says he's gotta go right now. Last okay. Uh is, overall your feeling on, on the lawn rework. Good, bad? Um on the weekend lawn rework is really good. It's just like overall just strong, like buff to the class uh -huh. but it's not gonna lie it should have been a nerf but yeah it's a buff but Sucklaw needs to get like the reworks fixed and um they need to get a lot of quality of life changes like they need their damage buffs they need a lot a lot of things to flow better with their damage and more ccs like right. that aren't kds Dude, thank you so much for coming on. I know, like, lawn rework is is weird because it's like it kind of just got what it already has, like, improved a bit. <laughs> it's not like yeah. like a dramatic change in like style or oh my god, that's going to be so much different. So it feels a little bit less impactful. But um, thank you so much for coming on and sharing uh, your your point of view uh, with us. We appreciate it very much. Uh, where could uh, people find yeah, your you your stream? Uh, TV slash Elida. That's pretty much. All right. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. For sure, man. Right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think Frosty, I think you said this at the beginning, but uh, all of the links for everybody's Twitches and/or YouTubes uh, found in the description of the video for the people who are listening or watching this after we're done recording. So make sure to go check all of them out and give them all some love. Yeah. So I wanted to ask, uh, Froze, from the Mystic point of view, because I, I mostly hear from the Magic classes. Uh, but do you run into uh, DKs and Sorks that just kind of delete you? Like, do you ever feel like what uh, if they did more damage, it would be scary? Um, DK, yes, for sure. They can kill me. Um, casters are on a hit list. Casters, too. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I know. After I said that, I was like, oh, yeah, shit. you're on the hit list. You're dead, dude. That's it. <laughs>
but but yeah, like I these classes can one shot me. It's not like it's not possible. And I, I like to think that my gear isn't like terrible. I mean, I, I can still get one comboed by these classes. Like a lot of people run a lot of accuracy, and it's I think it's really hard now for evasion classes to really be super tanky. I think evasion it's kind of like just one of those stats where it's, if you have a lot and your opponent doesn't have that much gear, yeah, it's actually unwinnable. It's actually unwinnable for your opponent. But we're kind of at a state now where people have so much accuracy and so much AP that evasion really isn't like it makes you tankier, but it doesn't really it's not going to save you from getting one comboed against most classes, like even magic classes. Wiz, I can still get one combo. DK, I can still get one combo. Sork, I'm not sure. I haven't fought one recently that could. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't fought one recently. Um, but I know for some of the other, those other magic classes, like, it is possible. People people have the gear, and it's like we're kind of just at a state where I think evasion is so weak. It something needs to happen to make it so that you can actually be tanky without literally sacrificing all of your. Right. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Um, Nayashi Rez, did you guys want to ask anything else about the uh, Mystic reworks or changes? Yeah, why does uh, why does PA favor Striker so much? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I would like to see them at least like um, you know, match some of the changes that they made to for Striker to Mystic. They don't have to do like all of them, but at least uh, fix. Fix twisted, please. Um, and attack speed stuff and like the other things. The oh, the the SA uh, or on spiral, like th yeah. that's just nice to have. Like I really feel like that should just be a fix that you do. That that's not like oh, the striker should have this and this section. That's really just like a bug fix. So hopefully that they fix that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why they uh, maybe they just like striker better. So yeah. It's just interesting because, like, I, I mean, I am partially memeing, but I'm partially not as well. Like, it definitely seems that while they've both been really strong at certain points in time, if you look at their entire lifespans, I don't find it difficult to argue that Striker has been better for longer. And considering that they're sister classes and they're, like, fairly similar, especially in their pre-awakened kits, they're very, very similar, if not the same in a lot of ways. Like, I don't know, it's just so weird. It's so weird that striker is seeming to be favored by pa it's weird yeah like i think that i mean they have their differences right like striker's a little bit more bursty and absolutely yeah it has the utility but if we're talking about skills that both of the classes have then i don't really see why they shouldn't be the same like that you can change the skills that are special and unique to each class uh, and you know you can tune those around and try to balance things, but I think skills that are like literally the same between the two classes should basically be the same. I don't know. I don't understand why they, they decided to make them different. But yeah, I mean, like, why can't Mystic yeah. move their mass destruction? I've never understood that. Is yeah, it mass I, destruction that you can't move? Right? Isn't that yeah, not name? not nearly as much as the Striker one. Yeah, the Striker one is like oh yeah, way more insane. One's larger yeah because yeah, the striker one just moves with your camera it's it's one to one well it moves but it's like i don't know it's like weird on striker it's like striker has like you can like actually just juke someone out with just mass destruction whereas mystic to do the same kind of juke you gotta flash first like if you want to wrap 
if that makes any sense. Like wrap around someone's frontal guard or something. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, the striker one's got like this a lot larger movement than the, the mystic one. Yeah. Um. Okay, real quick before before I let you go, two things. One about the 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 pet. What do you want changed, like specifically with the pet? Like what? If you could make changes, if you had your say, if you were like in talks with Pearl Abyss, like, hey, what do you want changed with the dragons? What what would you do to the dragons to make them either more interesting or, or better? Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. I did bring it up earlier as like something that they could look into. To be honest, I don't really know. Maybe you could give it some sort of like unique debuff or something. Like if you get hit by a dragon, something happens. I, I don't know necessarily what that would be. Um. But I think that they should just make it more rewarding for you to actually get dragon casts off. And maybe the simple answer is to just give it more damage. So if you do combo properly, you are able to get the shards, and you decide to expend shards on damage rather than mobility, like you're rewarded for it. Like you will actually do a lot more damage. Maybe that's like one way to just fix it without adding like some new thing. I think that right. they should just make the um, like the the trade off, like the decision tree, a little bit more. Because right now, yeah, I mean, you, you you have to decide you want damage, you want mobility, and to be honest, like the dragons, they are nice, but I don't know, it, it doesn't definitely doesn't feel like it's, it's like a make or break. Like I'm gonna definitely kill you now if I get a dragon kind of thing. Usually, sometimes it's pretty strong. Um, yeah. here's a this is gonna be Mystic trivia. You ready? Let's see how <laughs> let's right. see how you well you know your class. Alright, so the Sea Burial skill. Sea Burial skill has two separate damage, uh, three oh, separate yeah. damage types, alright? So the base damage is 1205 times 6, um, and then it has the, the text where if you use 10 shards, um, you do additional damage, and if you use 30 shards, you do additional damage. And it shows at the bottom uh, what the 30 shard damage is, 531 times 1 max 4 hits. Do you know how much damage in addition, or how much additional damage Sea Burial gets when you use only one shard? Oh, I am not sure about that. But what I do know that might be kind of interesting is I think Sea Burial 3 Shard actually does quite a bit of damage. And usually like, people will like opt for Wave Orb, which is true. I mean, Wave Orb does a ton of damage. But like sometimes the, the Sea Burial 3 Shard is actually pretty decent. Yeah. And there's also like a, a, a slight change they made on the rework where like they linked the two, like the flow of Sea Burial. You're forced to cast the flow now. Right. Like you can't just cast the first one, which I don't understand why they did that. I feel like they should have just left it so that you still have the option whether or not you want to commit to the flow. Eh. I don't know. Let yeah, me, I, I feel like it's an unnecessary change. Let me give you the answer uh, to the sea burial question. Um, the answer is nobody knows because it's not listed or stated anywhere in the whole game for some reason. <laughs> so fucking dumb. It actually yeah, tilts me Maybe so it much. Maybe actually do anything. Yeah, it says it, it does additional shard. damage and uses a shard, but does it tell you how much? Why is it consuming my shards? It doesn't even say what it's doing. It's so dumb. Oh, yeah. I was hoping in the reworks we'd see, like, dude, how much is that? I'm, like, just curious. Is it just pet damage? Is it, like, additional damage to sea burial? Is it, does it also do that additional damage with the dragon eyes effect if you have three? It's like, what, what is the damage? It's so, so sad that it's not listed. What is that? Yeah, I... <laughs> I don't know. The, the tooltips sometimes are just not very helpful. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, give me uh, give me kind of your feeling overall on the rework for for Mystic. Uh, 
good bad are you feeling like pretty good about it is this like are you excited for these reworks to come out or were you disappointed what, what are your feelings overall yeah i think overall the changes are good like i think it will help awaken mystic definitely it will be helpful i would like to see the twisted thing changed you don't have to give it protection just revert it uh and i'm interested to try out the uh the new sq skill i think that that might have potential yeah. As for succession, I mean, I think that the reworks are nice, but not definitely hit them harder than like it, which I, in my opinion, I mean, I might be slightly biased. I think it's okay, kind of, because like succession in most, like for a while, is kind of like outshined the Waken for, for mm -hmm. a bit. So I think that the changes, I mean, this, the stam changes help them still, but the, uh, right, the, the flow, prey hunt guard thing that's not good for them they lost i mean i guess both classes lost a linger on the scissor kick yeah. but i also think that they made it so the prime version you have sa or it's SA. yeah it's not sacc yeah oh and also the the, the kick in pre-awakening they lost a linger on that as well but i think overall like it's it's definitely a bigger buff to awakening it's a nice buff i think both like the stamp changes will be useful for both. Uh, I think with some changes, like they could fix some of the issues that suck players have with the change, and then they would be still fine. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's it's definitely not going to make the either of the classes like broken, broken or whatever. But I think that that's fine. I think they will still function pretty similarly to how they do now. Just it, it'll feel a lot nicer to play. They'll have more options, especially with mobility. So yeah, yeah, that might be cool, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I know it was like I I baited you like a month ago for coming on the show because that everyone was saying that archer mystic was about to be reworked and then that ended up not happening um so thank you so much for still coming on the show oh and yeah they time. did say that didn't they yeah the everyone, leaks or whatever said that yeah it was like oh it's going in class order after warrior ranger so everyone thought it was going to be either sork or zerker and then there was like some weird oh we data mined it it's going to be archer and mystic next and it turned out to be striker so literally everyone was wrong um <laughs> But I uh, wish they put us up there early. Maybe maybe they would have given us like a huge rework. <laughs> That's but. so strange that they didn't put Striker and Mystic together. That the is only strange. the only sister classes to not be put with each other. Is that true? Do you, do you not count Valk Warrior as sister? No, those no. are not sister classes. They don't even have the same skills. The only skills they have in common is like fucking block. Hey, no, they have, they have sideways cut, dude. <laughs> no, about? I do not consider. I have never considered those sister classes. Well, they're sister. One's fire, they use the, one's they like use the same weapon, dude. How are they not? That's sister like saying striker and berserker are sister classes because they both ook around and grab people. Same. Oh my god. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they're both toxic SA block classes with a grab and sideways cut. Okay, That's they're the true. same class. I'm throwing in sideways cut in there for the additional comp. <laughs> um anyway Froge, thank you so much for coming on i appreciate you taking the time uh if do you want to give any shout outs to anybody um at all uh, any any i mean i guess words? shout out to demo <laughs> shout out to for, demo uh, yeah shout out to demo for teaching me a lot of stuff uh to start and i mean just being gm so that's pretty he's done a lot um but yeah thanks for having me on the stream yeah don't don't worry about the debate like a month ago honestly it's hard to tell what pa's like planning for this especially with this rework so many things have changed and it's all just you know kind of different so i yeah no problem about that it's been all a right. great time uh talking about <laughs> some of the class balance 
So convince yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. Convince Damo to get crawling back in the Node War scene. You dude, that that's the thing about crawling is like res why I'm like shocked that you didn't hear about them is like after they left T1s, they like were like this I don't know, they were somewhere in the top ten of like they were strong on the server. Yeah. It was insane. No, I know. But I thought I thought for some strange reason I thought that either they died or something happened and that they went back to T ones. But I we never fought them. When we moved up to T twos, we never fought them. And so I saw them like in sieges and stuff. And then one day I stopped seeing them in sieges and I never fought them. So everyone was like, Oh, well I guess they went back to T ones or whatever. But I guess we just avoided each other. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Alright. Alright, first, thank you so much, man. Take it easy. Yep, I'll see you guys later. Thank you, brother. All right, so uh, we're gonna bring in two more guests. Before we do, though, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a restroom break, and while I'm doing that, Nyash, if you could please explain to Reslar why you were late, I'll be right back. <laughs> well, yeah, explain. What's up? Well, explain to me. Put me on the spot here, Jesus. Yeah, you're nah, gonna. Whim, you, this whim, better be nah. a good explanation, or you're taking a pay cut. <laughs> now nah, we weren't. Uh, me and the wife weren't really feeling well last night, and. Our sleep pattern has been all fucked up, so ended just up slept uh, in. Yeah, honestly, like just last night we were like out of it and didn't like get to bed until like three o'clock, which normally isn't a problem for me, but because we've been sick, basically killed us for the whole morning. Didn't even dare to call in. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, feeling a lot better today, actually. So, that's good yeah yeah just don't worry about it you, you came in like literally like i don't know like five ten minutes late so you didn't miss anything yeah that's good i was like shit it's already one o'clock what the fuck yeah. we like slept through our alarms <laughs> we were, and everything we, we, we set our alarms for like 10 o'clock we were happen. wondering we were like uh dude where's where's Nayashi? hopefully everything's okay you know worried that you hadn't said anything All turns right. out just hung over I was also a little Partying bit late. too hard. I had my alarm yeah, set for... Yeah, you were late. I PM'd you because I was like, uh, why is Frosty not on yet? Yeah, I, I set my alarm for 7.30 and a second one for 8.20. And then 7.31 went off and I was like, no, 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 I'm definitely not ready. And I went back to sleep. Somehow the 8.21 just didn't even wake me up. So I was just like, <laughs> what the hell? Miss Frosty was like, uh, are you supposed to be up right now? And I was like, what time is it? She's like 9.20. I was like, fuck. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, uh, when did I PM? Yeah, I, I literally PM'd you at nine eighteen your time. It's like, uh, you up, buddy? <laughs> like, what, what, where are you? Yeah. So, our next two guests, dude. I, I'm so excited. I so, you know, I, I reroll classes a lot. So it's it's almost disrespectful to the Kuno community to just blatantly just straight up say that I'm a Kunoichi main, but. I do. Right. I did realize leading up to the rework uh, on Friday that I'm definitely a Kuno main because I was so nervous, <laughs> like my stomach was turning. Like in those last ten minutes before the reworks went up, I was like, "Oh my God, what are we gonna get?" I started like freaking out. I, I, dude, I care. Apparently, I care so much about this class, and I'm super excited to talk to Reezy about it. I think Reezy primarily plays Succession, but he does like Awakening, and I think he wanted a lot of cool things for Awakening. I, I do have a question, though. I do have a question. Okay. 
Do you think you would feel that same way if Hash was getting reworked as well? It would be close, not quite the same, but I would be pretty fucking excited. Yeah, I would love well, if Hash got. What would they? Decimal. What they? What the? What would they even rework on Hash? On Hash, just make it good, I better mean, for large scale and Awakening, and, and ignore oh yeah, Suck entirely. Hash could use quite a few changes. Yeah, just ignore Suck entirely and make Awakening better in large scale. That, yeah, that would suck, be is, a... suck is fine where it is, but Awakening probably needs a little bit of love. But that's okay. Dude, I, I, yeah. Anyway, so I was super excited. And then the day that it came out, so we went over all the reworks on stream. And I didn't end the stream until 3 a.m. And then I was up for another hour arguing with Kunos, who all were telling me that the rework is shit and does nothing and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, so I'm really curious how Reezy's going to feel. And separately, I don't know, Rez or Nayashi, did you guys read the Ninja Notes? I did, I did not, not actually get a chance to All see right. the I'm, I'm, I'm I, seeing... I already know they're ridiculous. Probably. Oh, they're ridiculous, Nayashi. They're ridiculous, I'm and I'm really excited. <laughs> You're seeing a lot Why of... are you excited? I love that you two didn't read them, because the reworks make this class busted, dude. And I can't wait to hear Block Jones. Yeah, I feel, I feel like... Yeah. Here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. I'm not even kidding. From every non-ninja, all I hear is how insane ninja reworks are. But from every ninja, all I hear is about how dog shit they were. And it's literally it's literally just that line. Yeah. Like Well, here's spoiler alert. Uh Ninja Succession got only one thing and Ninja Awakening got two things. That's it. They got the smallest notes of any of the classes of all the reworks <laughs> across the board by far. Like oh by far God. the smallest. <laughs> Successions note. Let me read you Successions note. You ready? I'm going to read you the whole thing right now. Prime Dark Frenzy, which is the Chaos Spree, you know, the Frontal Guard skill with all the little slashes in front of them. Prime Dark mm -hmm. Frenzy has been changed as follows. Skill damage and critical hit chances increased, and they changed it from 628% to 984, and they gave it 10% more crit. And second bullet point, after using the Prime Red Rain skill, when SRMB uh, is input is maintained, Prime Dark Frenzy skill has been improved. That's the entire succession that's that's their yeah, i mean that definitely sounds like it needs to be brought down a peg <laughs> it I mean, needs to be Lord. brought down their their but now their main hand got a bunch of changes that identical with with kuno and we'll, we'll get into all of those in a second but let, let's uh bring their guests so i'm gonna end this call and start let me hold on let me create the the chat i'm, I'm... yeah you gotta create the honestly i think that's that's uh indicative of uh how that class's current state is yeah, we'll see. There's definitely anything. some things that they wanted and had hoped for. Like, for example, I think some of the some reasonable things like uh, accuracy, um, or just PVE buffs in general. Um, but you know, eh, things happen. You know this what? Is crazy. All the ninjas they can blame Armin now. You know, he's supposed to be their uh, spokesperson. That's right. <laughs> I do. I do think that this is mostly in Armin's fault. This, yeah, you can blame it almost entirely on Armin. That is a hundred percent for sure. Armin's gonna message me later. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go, man. Let's call and start the new one. Here we go. All right, and for those of you who don't know, we are bringing on Block Jump and Reezy to talk Ninja and Kuno. Hello, hello, hello. What up, Rossi? What's up, Block Jump? How are you doing? Hello, hello. Hey. Horrible week, man. You know, my class is just not as uh, OP as it should be. <laughs> Dude, I, I hope you heard. Yeah, I was making fun of Armin earlier. Invoice <laughs> with uh, with flannels. Dude, I, I hope. Did you hear Block Jump with that last interaction with Rezar Nash because they didn't read the notes for Ninja? 
Oh yeah, they don't know. They're like, <laughs> I heard it was crazy. I heard it's nuts. I hear nine ninjas kidding. saying heard, it's well, crazy, and ninjas are saying it sucks. Just assumed it'd be crazy. <laughs> I literally, I am not kidding. I've literally heard people say like, dude, ninja. Well, okay, the way that they phrased it was that like ninjas already so busted. This just makes them more busted. So maybe I don't know. I should have read the notes apparently because I didn't get the context on that statement. Hey, with the main hand though, they got some. They got some cool stuff. It's just that their awakening and succession didn't get very much. But um, anyway, dude, thank you guys both uh, for joining me. I appreciate both of you coming on. This is uh, both of you guys' first time. We've not had you on Block Jump. Um, one of the reasons why I was kind of hyped to get you on Block Jump is because you do play. Right now, you're playing a lot of Awakening, but you did have a long stretch where you played mostly Succession. Yeah, um, yeah, I played a lot of Suck when it came out, and then I mean, even recently, I've been playing a lot of Suck for like wars and stuff. And then Reezy, I think it just goes without saying. I godlike Kuno, you know. I mean, this one's obvious. Obviously, it was going to be Reezy, or I was hoping <laughs> it was going to be Reezy anyway. <laughs> um. But I do also think uh, one of the reasons I like Reezy is he doesn't hate... There's this weird thing in the Kuno community where, like, Awakening players hate Succession and vice versa, and I don't know why, and, and Reezy's a little bit more... He likes... I think you like both, or at least respect both. Specs. I play both. Yeah, I play both. So, yeah, I don't know why. There's this, like, Awakened Kunos, you know, like Luna and Jaleesa. I, I don't know what their deal is, man. They hate Succession. Uh, uh, I think it's just a thing across the community in general, personally. Yeah, that's true. There is a little bit of a dilemma, but usually within within the class boundary, it's like I don't know. Do waken ninjas hate suck ninjas or vice versa? Uh, yeah, I think it's generally like that as well. Yeah, it's oh. superiority complex. Oh, okay, I see. All right, well, uh, let's uh, start with you, Block Jump. If you could please, I know everyone probably knows who you are, but if you could introduce yourself and give yourself a little bit of a shout out, where people could find you, your stream, your YouTube, and. Uh, how long you've been playing BDO and why do you play Ninja? All right, so I'm, I've been playing BDO for I think a better part of like four years or three and a half years now. Uh, I basically made Awakened Ninja for the longest time. Haven't rerolled besides just doing small tags like Witch and stuff like that. But uh, I mostly stream on my Twitch, which is just Twitch.tv/blockjump, and then my YouTube channel where I mostly do my montages and then some guides every now and then. But uh. Re main reason I play Ninja is because it looks cool. That's literally the only reason I picked it. Yeah. Looked like anime-esque at the time and then sticked, it, sticked for it the entire, pretty much I, the entire time. I saw the, the recent Hot Boys montage. We watched yeah, it. Yeah, that's a fucking day. banger. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. I, I did enjoy it. Through. The first one is also super good, but this one this one was quite good. Uh, Migs is also Jaded. a beast. Yeah, Migs is a class abuser, man. That's why that <laughs> class didn't get any changes. Um... Reezy, if you could introduce yourself, uh, I don't know if you stream or have YouTube or any of that, but if you do, if you don't, shout out whoever you'd like um, for that. But how long have you been playing BDO and why are you playing Kuno? Um, I've been playing BDO since about late October 2019. Okay. And um, I been playing Kuno pretty much since I started. Obviously I went through, you know, the whole phase of like looking at all the different classes and everything like that. Naturally gravitated towards Kuno though, because it's kind of like the archetypical, you know, character design that I enjoy across okay. most uh most games, most MMOs. Um and I just thought like, you know, delighted blast, chakram looks super sick. 
maybe that's why I play both, just because I started with Awakening and then Succession came out. Right. Um, I'm trying to think. What, what was the other question? It uh, was where can you find me? Yeah, uh, where, where can people find you? Or if you if they can't, where do you have any shout outs for people that you do recommend they check out in the Kuno community? Uh, I don't really stream or do content. Uh, I guess you can find me playing tournaments. Uh, I usually sign up for you know whatever community tourney or official tourney there are at the time if I have time. Um. What, uh, don't really have any shout outs go go check out hands i guess whenever he streams because he's <laughs> he's one of the homies so all right all right when he's not playing new world right right so when you're not winning tournaments what what game are you playing um most recently i think like a month ago uh our friend discord like me amora kyrim uh armin flannels we've been playing like uh naraka the okay. like action uh fps game it's been really fun yeah well action fps battle royale yeah sorry can't forget the yeah, third yeah. tag can't forget the whole that's the main thing right that's the most important thing yeah yeah, yeah. the most frustrating aspect <laughs> um all right well thank you guys thank you both for coming on um let's start with uh let's start with you block jump a little bit if you could please in in your own words and feelings give us a little bit of a description of the current live server state of Ninja. How strong is Ninja in 1v1? How strong is Ninja in large scale? And how good is Ninja at PvE? Um, both specs, if you could. All right, so uh, I'll go for Awakening first. Small scale and, and large scale, uh, Awakening Ninja's been probably top two, if not the best skirmisher for for both of those like engagements. I think ever since like Flashing Light got introduced, since that skill can honestly be considered our rework because that like changed like the entire like fundamentals of like how the class plays since it's it's probably like one of the, our strongest skill next to serpent and it basically like changed the meta for how good ninja would be in in those two engagements uh and i th i think that's a big reason why uh the reworks are the way they are uh i mean i wasn't expecting a lot from myself but just I guess the class being as strong as it has been for a couple of months now, I could see the reason why. Um, what about in PVE? PVE, uh, I mean, ever since we got those huge awakening PVE changes, uh, the PVE isn't actually that bad. Uh, I mean, it's still like a lot of key presses in normal, and I mean, you would still want to run like suck lawn over it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I I wouldn't I I wouldn't say it's it's in a bad state. I I would say it's like maybe up middle of the pack maybe above middle of the pack a little bit compared to succession how is succession in pv because like um, i think yeah succession is incredibly i don't think anyone runs succession to pv unless like you're trolling the entire time because or unless you like really like the spec since i, I don't think that's been touched up for pv in a long time and a lot, for a while succession was the better spec over awakening for pve and then ever since they did those huge changes like nobody has ever played suck for pve in a while yeah which is such a weird thing because when it first came out it was not even close like suck yeah, was yeah, so it, much better it was it was worlds better yeah yeah um reezy kind of same question what what is the current live uh server state of Awaken and Succession Kuno in 1v1 large scale and PvE. 
Sure thing. So, uh, 1v1 succession Kuno is pretty notorious for being like a top six, top five duelist, probably. I think most people would agree on, uh, or at least you could argue for. Um, Awakening, I would say it's probably like of the rat classes, one of the worst. Uh, I kind of meme and say, like, I can teach people how not to lose to Awaken Kuno in like 20 minutes, but it's also like not a meme. It's really easy to not lose that class. (laughs) Yeah. Um, for large scale, it's kind of a a choice, kind of a pick your poison type thing. Uh, Awakening, you can deal protected damage in fights, even though it's kind of mediocre outside of your bond. Uh, but you can't really move. And succession, you can move, but you're kind of just a CC bot at at the end of the day. Like there's some cool tricks you can do with like Sinu and like loading up runes based on like who's coming to peel if you still have grab, but uh, you're still kind of rolling the dice if you actually want to try to finish people off. Um, for PVE, most people run Awakening, even though I would say it's pretty pretty middle of the pack simply because um, it has a, a set rotation you can do kind of every pull and succession you're just kind of wasting your time you have a variable rotation because your cds are too long uh both specs having the way to pull you're better off just tagging something else generally yeah where where do you not to be controversial but where do you rank Sakuno in 1v1 um because I, I know for a long time a lot of people felt like Sakuno was the best 1v1 class in the game. Do you do you think it's the best? Or it's do not you think the best. I... It's not the best. Uh, you have a losing matchup to both like Tamer and Sork, in my opinion. And from there, it's... I don't know. Opinions differ based on who you ask. Um, I personally think uh, whatever Sakuno can do in 1v1, Suck Ninja can do as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just has a bit of a stand limitation. But like, I, I don't know. My duels with Armin... Uh, kind of go 50-50 uh, depending on the day, you know, 60-40 uh, in both people's favor. Um, I, I don't know. I think it has a really strong argument, but I think Lon does his job better too, actually, in 1v1. Because uh, you don't really have a damage presence. So, I, I don't know. It, long story short, it's top 5. I don't really know like where you would put it okay. definitively. And what about what about Awakening? Uh, top ten, maybe, maybe even as low as top fifteen. Okay, I see, I see. Uh, block jump. What about you? Where Where do you put uh Where do you put Ninja in terms of like one v one? Um, at least from what I've seen, Suck and Awakening both do. I I, I probably would say top three if you like consider like maybe Tamer and Lon like for one v oneing. Uh. I haven't done that much 1v1ing myself, but I mean, even like open world 1v1ing, like there's very few classes that you would ever lose to on Awakening Ninja at least. I think Suck Ninja, at least for myself, it's a bit harder, but that's just because I'm not really proficient in the class for that spec, but I I would say overall probably top three. Alright. So, going into the reworks from Ninja perspective, seeing as uh, earlier you kind of stated that Ninja was already like pretty good and felt pretty strong and has been strong for a while and I do think a lot of people complain about Ninja. So me not being a Ninja player, I I don't feel like Ninja is too strong. I know there are a lot of people that feel really strongly that Ninja needs to be nerfed and is really busted and is not fair. But I think that it's just because the, the matchups that are really, really bad against it feel awful. 
but I think overall it's it's in a r pretty good spot. Um, yeah, I, I would say the same. So what what was Ninja? What were you hoping for with the reworks, and what was the Ninja community hoping for with the reworks on Ninja? I think the m main thing that a lot of people wanted was like either like a base accuracy increase or another thing was like having serpent like reverted back to what it used to be uh even like with a damage like a massive damage loss i don't think people would have mind uh if just the speed of it was a lot faster than what it is now uh that and and i think base accuracy would probably be the the number one thing that people have been complaining about since like the birth of the class yeah one of the at least one of the misconceptions I notice with a lot of people that don't play the class is whenever I talk about accuracy on Ninja, Ninja it, everyone's like, well, Suck has good accuracy. And it's like, no, Suck actually has worse accuracy. Yeah, I, I actually, has... yeah, I definitely think Suck has worse accuracy. Like, even like when I like start trying to play like Suck over Awakening, like finding certain people, like it is definitely like it feels a lot worse on, on Suck than it does Awakening. Yeah, people forget when, when Suck came out, it, Blade Spin was 25%, Fatal Blow was. 15% accuracy and then they just removed both of those and made blade spin only five Which basically means all of any of the modifiers on awakening are just higher than suck because Suck just doesn't have any and both kits get to still use hard aiming. So it's not like that's ex exclusive to one or the other Yeah Um, What about as far as like like PvE? What, what was what were ninjas hoping for in PvE? Uh, PvE wise, I, I think people would probably just want skills that like to pull packs better which they kind of added with the reworks but the skill is so clunky like you have to like double jump and then press r and b and it's just it's so delayed and it just seems weird but um <laughs> either that and uh i guess having to press less buttons but i'm not sure how they would do that i i guess probably bringing up uh the older skills like uh chaos spree and sudden decap those have been pretty outdated for a long while uh, they increased the AOE on sudden decap a little bit, but I, I don't know how how good that would actually be until like they I actually tested in the same with the vacuum slash. Right. So for the pull thing, uh, this happened for both Ninja and Kuno. They basically made uh, Kunai throw and Shuriken throw an AOE if you jump first, which I, I find very very odd. Um, uh, yeah, I I think they would have been better if they just like made the R and B like a slower cast or something. Like it's, it just seems so weird that you have to jump for it. Yeah, so I, I get the argument that like, well, if for example on on Kuno Kunai throw has the slow debuff, and in succession with ghost with the ghost rune, you also have um the stiffen. But the thing is, is like, what they did to Musa shout and oppression is. They made the PvE AoE portion of it not have the effects of the PvP AoE portion. So I, I don't see why they couldn't just make the kunai throw always this same AoE and just make it so unless you're directly hit by the kunai, um, you don't get slow debuffed or stiffed. You know, and yes. just have that AoE Obviously always there. because Perlibus prefers Musa and Meiwa over Ninja and Kuno. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, you guys did get better polls. What were you gonna say something, Reezy? Uh I was just saying I I think the only reason uh Kuno is on jump is because of the slow, kinda of like what you were saying, but Ninja doesn't even have the slow on their RMB, so like there's really no argument for it to just not be baseline on Ninja. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even like the 
having it like on every shuriken throw to like make our class godlike in PVE, like it still is, or even like for Kuno too. Like I, I, I just don't see any reason for it to not have it. It's weird. Um, all right. So Rizzy, kind of, kind of, what, what, what were Kuno's hoping for? What were you specifically hoping for, and what, what do you feel a Kuno community? Because I'm sure after winning you probably got a lot of people asking what you're going to say and what you're going to ask for when you get to submit your ART form and, and all that. So what were some of the things you saw Kuno's asking for, but what were you hoping for personally? Um, this is kind of a work in progress from winning and then seeing the reworks uh, and then like adjusting what I was going to ask for along the way, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I know we all submitted feedback prior, but... Uh, I had a bit of an opportunity to like kind of send some feedback after the fact. Um, and so I guess um, to talk a little bit about it, the big one uh, for awakening, I guess I'll start awakening um, spin damage, right? Everybody screams about spin, not doing any damage. And it's kind of true comparable to um, the old spin around 2019, early 2020, uh, spin did a lot of damage before succession was even a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, the argument nowadays though, is that, you know, you have all these succession is the thing and you have all these new era classes that are dumping out spin damage, uh, pre nerf. So why, you know, why are we not being, uh, you know, rebuffed on the thing that was a core identity of our class? Cause we generally don't have the the same movement or the the catch ability that ninjas have and trading was a big part of awakening uh just in getting pressure and how you play the game um so happy to see the spin buff back uh another one was protected lunar dash of some form uh a lot of people were asking for iframe but since they made ghost step full iframe uh, i think the super armor lunar dash um is perfectly usable and I guess to elaborate on why people were asking for the Lunar Dash to be protected, uh, in Awakening Kuno, you're always playing this game with Half Moon, where like you're lingering it for both stam and cooldowns. And part of the reason why you can't move in large scale is because going out of that linger, you either you know dance, which is a 15 second cooldown, block jump, an 18 second cooldown, uh, go step, which has a gap where you just die because it's iframe into super armor and large scale, a lot of damage. Uh, or you Lunar Dash and you just get hit out of it because it's unprotected and it drags your hitbox really bad. Um, so having that being protected for us is really, really big. It means you can go back to playing the quote-unquote bruiser style that everybody really likes on the class. Um, the tendon change that they, uh, they did was unasked for, but I love it like all the same. On Succession, you mean? Or, um, or Awakening? Both. So, okay, uh, I'll get into the Succession versus Awakening uh, tendon cutter change. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of people who consider it a nerf to Succession, and it is a nerf on the way the game is played on live right now. Um, right. I think it's a buff in the way the game is going to be played if labs were to drop right now. Uh, because you have far more control over it, unless you want to like use a DPI switch to you know, max out your camera turns. Right. Um, so let me and let you me can fluidly grab. Let me real quick elaborate. So, because I, I don't know if Nayashi or Reslar, most audience knows exactly what changed with Tenon Cutter. So on on Succession version of Tenon Cutter, the way it works on live servers, you you press the Tenon Cutter, 
And when you press LMB, uh, it'll teleport to a target that's within a certain radius of you. Um, and if your camera is facing towards that person, it's going to hit them from the front. If you turn your camera around, it'll, it effectively turns your Kuno around. So when it teleports to the target, it actually hits their back and floats. So they removed it automatically teleporting to your target. So instead, when you press LMB, it instead just does essentially like a crescent slash animation after um, tendon cutter. But what they changed is now instead of only being able to do it after the third movement, you can do it after any of the movements when you press LMB. So if I press tendon cutter, I could move only one time and do the dash. And correct me if I'm wrong, Reezy, because I, I was kind of making the same argument. I think for the for the average kuno it's for sure a nerf a really really hard nerf because a lot of people do crutch on tendon cutter but for really good kunos for like let's say a, a reezy type player or two minds or any of the kunos that people have seen play suck if you start tendon cutter now and you aim properly there's it's going to be way more difficult to react to w would you say that that's fair um Nihilus and I were like doing suck we suck on labs and it definitely felt like still perfectly usable. I would just say it's far more like commitment based than the like lock on teleport that's mm -hmm. on live right now. Um and just coupled with the new shadow clone, uh I I think you have more downtime because uh Shadow Clone on live has a linger and it's a thirteen second cooldown and on labs it does the like flip animation. Right. And it's a 10 second cooldown, but it has no linger. So you have like a lot more uptime on something that also has movement, but you are losing your like de facto linger that you would look for like grabs or just like position out of. Um, so I I'm not sure. Like the class is more active, but also more passive in a way. Um, I, I I think thematically, just based on how the class wants to play, the the live version of Tenant Cutter is better for the class, uh, assuming all of these classes aren't about to lose all their gaps, but on, li uh, on live they have gaps, and on G-Lab uh, a lot of classes are currently getting their gaps like removed, in the case of Striker. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not really sure. It's uh, kind of something I'm open to hearing the community opinion on. I personally think uh, if we wanted to go back to live tenant cutter then we should like nerf the rune system which i'll get into in a minute and ask for uh like fg explosion to actually pressure people and the like sa meta we're heading towards that we're already kind of in anyway right um to elaborate on the rune system so a lot of people wanted the rune system reworked because it kind of just doesn't do anything on a lot of stuff currently um there is uh, there are three runes. There is Ghost Rune, which comes off of three abilities, and it's the you know the tendon stiff, uh, or not the tendon stiff, sorry, the, the kunai stiff. Everybody knows. Um, and there is Rune Release Stomp, which does double damage on Stomp. And the other big one, I guess, is um, the three rune release on Wheel, which just gives you a lot more damage and heals you and adds a bleed and yada yada yada. Um, on labs currently. Uh, some of the things that are different are two rune releases. So the stomp release that I talked about, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't consume any runes. And it had its requirement runes changed. So now I think it's soul and spirits that it requires instead of spirit plus ghost. And currently you get soul from Foxclaw, which is new. Mm -hmm. um, 
And you get it from Shadow Clone, which is, again, lower cooldown now. And you don't need to hit people to get these runes. Yeah. Um, and since they don't difference. consume, you don't need to hit people. And you have two different abilities for each rune now. Uh, Spirit being on both Tendon and Explosion. And Soul being, again, on Fox Clone Clone. You basically have permanent uptime on rune stomp, like, whenever you want it. Um, part of the reason why I think this is bad, though, is because uh, it's kind of uninteractive to play against. Like, there's nothing really stopping someone from just finding a target in stealth and ankle stomping their back, like, from render, essentially. Uh, and with, you know, rune release, you potentially just one-shot them, gear assuming. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Personally, I think nerfing the rune system a little bit and adding... Again, FG Explosion would make for like a better experience to play against and with. Uh, it'd give like the Sakuno kind of a way to help out damage in teamfights or just potentially increase the threshold at which you can finish targets off. Um, and then to get into the other problematics of the rune system, uh, Roastame has a clip running around who is uh, a pretty well-known Kuno. He makes like YouTube videos and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a 3-2-3 rune combo, I believe, um, which is basically uh, it's 3 rune release dance, which does pretty good down attack damage, and then it's like grab into sinew, into rune load up, rune stomp, into 3 rune wheel, and like if you had enough accuracy and enough AP, I don't really know if there's like too many people that could live that combo, like with max gear even. Right, and it's a lot easier to set up now because the rune's not going away and you're not having to I mean, you, you, he's essentially starting with three runes, right? At the start of this combo? Three runes, yeah. which is, again, don't need to hit people. So it's guaranteed you have three runes whenever you want. Um, and then Sinu also has a lot of accuracy on it. And the damage is like no joke on that ability. So uh, you have that added damage in there. Um, you're kind of like spamming CCs while it's going on just because of Sinu. So you have kind of a, a check against resist even. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I don't know. I just think it's kind of unhealthy, but given some of the other classes, uh, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they think it's balanced or or something. <laughs> well, that's kind of <laughs> a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little bit where I'm. I'm like on one hand, I'm like that sounds so crazy, and then when I look at all the reworks, I'm like, but maybe it's not that crazy. Yeah. You know, because uh, I don't know. Like it. it it still at least requires some setup, right? Like if in the heat of a fight, I mean, I guess it's a little bit, it's a lot easier to set up since you don't have to hit anybody. Um, but I, I don't know. It's it's not like, um, it's only impacting like your 1v1 combo damage. That combo, are you going to be able to do that combo in large scale? Like in a node war? Um, Probably not, but it's like, I don't know, like Succession Kuno doesn't really like do that anyway. You'd probably just go for like, you know, Rune Stomp, and take whatever damage you can get. It's variable depending on the the situation, how many people are there, position, yada yada, so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Right. So with the rune system change, just to give an idea of like how much damage and uh, it it actually can impact. Like uh, with the cooldown reductions on shadow clones and shadow explosion, and the rune system no longer disappearing. So essentially, if you're grinding every pack, you're gonna get the shadow stomp rune and the wheel rune plus the shadow explosion damage. Like, do you? How much impact do you think the rune changes are going to have in PvE? Um, in PvE, it's probably like really, really good. Uh, I would have to like sit down and take a look at like a, a spot with relevant AP just to 
see how much your cooldowns get you from pack to pack because that's always been the biggest problem right is you run out of cooldowns and then you end up having to just do filler damage to finish something off so uh assuming you know this goes alive as is uh it could make your grind like a lot a lot more chill um still the pulling skill is a, a big big issue that probably can't get around so yeah. you still need to figure that out at least um Blockchain, let me let me move to you for a little bit here. And since these are kind of these changes for Ninja Kuno, or it happened to both of them. Like the major changes that happened to Ninja were changes that happened to both Ninja and Kuno because main hand stuff. Um, so let me get your opinion if you could describe the changes to Shadow Clones um, and Block Jump. Start with Shadow Clones and then go to Block Jump, but just kind of elaborate on what changed with shadow clones how it's different now and if you think it's good or bad change or how it could be used and then uh the block jump change as well all right um for shadow clone at least uh it used to be a flow after shadow stomp if you just press spacebar after it it would do an air smash flow that you could uh proc after it also had down smash uh i'm not sure how for kudos it was like for Carboween, but at least for myself like i would almost always use that skill after stomp in a lot of a lot of instances for filler damage and what they ended up doing is they made it so you have to hop bar it and gives you like a a small dash back and i guess that's like pretty much the only thing out of it like it it, it dashes you back and you can stomp out of it instead so it's like kind of like the reversed rolls over what it used to be and you're you're not allowed to proc it after shadow stop anymore unless like you manually hotbar click it yourself. Um, overall, I think uh, in my at least to myself, I, I think it's the worst change than what it was. Uh, I definitely preferred the 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 flow after stomp instead of needing to do clone and then stomp. It just seems like a unasked for change. I I can't see why like any reason for at least Ninja to have a a flow like that uh, changed backwards, uh, and or I guess like, like, what are your thoughts for? Well, yeah, for I'm kind of curious, Reezy. What what are, what are your opinions on the thing? Because like when I use when I go like stomp, at least in practice, and I, I don't know, latency is kind of weird on here. But did did Ninja get the SRMB command, or you, they can only hop bar it? Uh, is it SRMB? I thought it was only hop bar. I'm pretty sure it's SRMB uh, for both. Okay, because like, it, uh, I, I think it's only hop bar for us. Um, so like when I go stomp ninja is only hotbar people are saying ninja is only hotbar I, yeah, yeah, I can go test it but at least the SRMB version feels just as fast as before the only real difference in like if you go shadow stomp SRMB um, is that you move backwards which I guess is you know I, I don't know but also it has different implications for succession but I guess like the non-succession version Reezy do you agree with what blockchain said or what are your thoughts on shadow clones um, I think you have a lot more control with it now, and it's kind of nice just for like mix-ups. Um, in one v one scenarios, you have uh non-stamp halting movement that can, you know, you have the option for uh stomp out of it. And I was doing a little bit of testing with it. It seems like it's kind of a moving hitbox. I I had Nihilus uh cast it a bunch, and I tried to dance into it, and um, it stops my dance short, but still applies the slow. So I'm not in immediate range for grab off dance like I normally am. Mm. Um, so it's possible that there's like some you know stuff you can do with that too. Uh, the like stomp into clone thing was cool, 
Um, but you run the risk of air smashing too, just because that's inherent to the ability. So that kind of uh, ruins the idea if you're if you're trying to be you know consistent, at least in my opinion. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of the change. I, I don't really mind it. I could see if ninjas can't hotbar it, I could kind of see why they'd be bothered. Like Reezy, yeah. I don't know if, if you remember when um Succession Kuno first came out. Like you know how slow clones kind of felt for some reason. Like the prime, that's a little bit how this feels. Like the hotbar version is feels slower after stomp. There's like a a pause, but the SRMB one is like instant. It feels like the normal spacebar clones. So maybe that's why I that kind of sucks. I could see that, and it could also just be that um the damage comes out a lot slower too. I believe you have to like full cast the ability in order to actually get the damage to come out. Mm, yeah, it's also like Ninja having more skills needing the hotbar is just like not yeah. something like our my hotbar at least is like already like with these with these new global life changes, like I have no more space after that. Because I also hotbar my my bombs, so like I actually have no space. Can you talk a talk a little bit about the block jump? change but bef before you do i want to preface when we were wa reading this live keep in mind we had like the uh black desert foundry hadn't translated it yet so when we were reading the block jump change it sounded like you weren't going to be able to teleport behind their back anymore and yeah, like that exactly chat was free they were so hyped all the non-ninja kunos were like yes block jump is yeah, nerfed. That, great. that would totally be uh, a great rework yeah they <laughs> yeah, were I'm super down for that hyped. rework but what they ended up doing is just changing the AD teleport. So if you can you uh block jump describe a little bit how that works now? Um so when you use block jump now, it gives you three options. You could either land behind the player that you're targeting, or you could pick between left or right at, uh like in like what it's like positions. Mm -hmm. And in those two positions there'll be like two little logs that pop out and uh, when you actually land into those two positions, it, and I'm pretty sure it increases the duration of your iframe and it lets you stiff the target if they're close enough to it and then also use any skill out of it. So it kind of works the same as what block jump was now. If you were to just stand still inside your block jump and not move, it's basically what that is. It just repositions you into those two positions. And like in terms of like counterplay against it, like uh, it's gonna be like pretty insane as a, <laughs> as a as a change to what it is now. Dude, it's so it's so wild to me. Like if you go now, because Ghost Step they made full iframe and removed the SA portion. So if you go like Ghost Step, block jump, wait for a second, do the choose one either A or D to teleport to the block and then Ghost Step again. Like you have like three seconds it feels like tree climb on table. yeah it, it's it, yeah i i i would say it's like about the same as tree climb yeah um and then if you're slowed it's gonna be like even crazy so <laughs> you what do you like this change uh yeah I, I think it's like the only good rework change that we got like in terms of like a skill that actually got reworked i would say it's like it's actually really fog change Reezy, I don't know how good it is it's for like balance but <laughs> yeah i mean it's fun <laughs> it's fun Reezy, your thoughts on the change um, it's really good. I think the AD stuff has more use in like one VX scenarios than one V one personally. But there's really some really nice stuff you can do with like, um, angling your camera and then going into BJ immediately AD into W, and you'd have technically more range than just doing BJ into W teleport. So like, you can mix people that way in one V one. Um, it's a good change. I like it. Does it still stiffen 
I'm not seeing the stiff proc you have when to you go press, to the box. You have to like press S out of it. Oh, okay. If you press S, it does it? Yeah. Oh, I see. Interesting. Okay. That's crazy. I didn't even realize that. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I, I think it honestly needs like an indication of which side you pick. Like maybe like a small indication because I mean you're invisible that entire time and like I don't know. It just it seems kind of ridiculous but that's just me. Yeah. That's pretty nutty. It's gonna be hard to... Yeah, I mean that's actually... It's so funny because that's what I thought the Lucius Snare uh, was gonna be for DK when they showed that change but that one like just consumes their dusk cooldown um, for the iframe and then leaves them stuck unprotected after and the <laughs> the distance is even smaller so it's like everything about it is like better than that version um, I don't know it's it's pretty pretty crazy um, so this change is a little bit more Oh, uh, Brace got removed from shift space. Do any, have any of you guys figured out why this is? I, I'm so I'm super uh, uh, confused. Maybe maybe because of smoke screen. Like my understanding change, is, but... it's unintentional. Yeah, it's yeah, unintentional. Yeah, I my understanding is um, they. I don't know how much I can and can't say on some of this stuff. Okay. Uh, there was an idea about baking it into target chase or something. Um, oh, I see. I see. I think they they just fucked up the the keybind for it, but I would still complain about it all the same, just in yeah, case, you know. Yeah, yeah it's on the hot bar would be vile. I, I I hate that it has to be, dude. Yeah, like blocked. I'm saying like I don't know, and Sakuno is even well both. I I really. But it's just weird because you can do it in Awakening on Ninja. You can shift space for Brace, but you just can't do it in Pre Awakening. Interesting. Yeah, it, like, if there was something they replaced with shift space, then I could kind of at least understand, like, oh, they put this on shift space instead, but there's nothing replacing it. So, um, it's it's kind of kind of weird. Um, let's see. Uh, hard aiming cooldown got reduced to 20 seconds, and now hard aiming and fatal blow both cancel shadow stomp. So if you use shadow stomp after hard aiming or fatal blow, it you can instant stomp. Uh, your guys' feelings on that change? Change. Uh, yeah, they removed the stam cost, um, or oh, yeah, the stam halt it. rather on Fatal Blow too. So basically, this change just means you don't have to halt your stam with Fatal, and then you also don't have to uh, go step into Stomp or whatever afterwards. So just nice stam change to combos. Yeah, it's also super nice that they removed the side slash spacebar proc off that. That was like actually like the bane of my existence that entire time right. that he's been out. Yeah, they also made it so you can use hard aiming on cooldown. Did any of you happen to test like how much less damage it does or do you know how I mean, much it still less? does pretty good damage from what i was yeah saying. it's not insignificant at all okay yeah that's also pretty nice um yeah there's your accuracy buff to ninja block jump is that not yeah enough? honestly like i'm not even kidding like that's literally like what it was because like being able to hard aim straight in the stop like as like a accuracy combo type thing like that's pretty crazy and then with us having flashlight that's why i like for like a lot of that people crying like for accuracy buffs like i honestly even with like this change especially like uh, i i honestly don't see like a huge need for it like it's not like we're like like i don't know i i don't think it's like as bad as it used to be like with flash and everything i i, I don't see like a huge need for accuracy but uh with a change like that I mean, it's pretty nice yeah um so this one's a little bit more specific to Kuno, and I, I don't even know, was it, I don't even think it was noted, maybe, maybe it was, um, 
Oh yeah, the, the sense of speed attack. So they sped up Flash Slash in Awakening. Um, and then the part that they didn't know is that it now lets you move similar to the Succession version. So once you go up into the sky, if you're holding a direction, it'll let you move that direction, come out and do the two hits. Um, is this something you were hoping for on Awakening, uh, Breezy? Or is this something Kunos were asking for? I mean, it's a cool... I like it. I'm just surprised that it came. I personally uh, had this in my request for the ART stuff, so okay. I, I don't know if it was just me, but yeah, this is definitely something I wanted. Um, one of the like big issues with Kunos that they always complain about is, you know, like you look at Ninja and beheading is really useful a lot of the time, and just with the way the game has scaled movement-wise, uh, Flash is useful some of the time, or very rarely, um, just because the the unprotected windup is kind of long and um you don't really get the cc off it that much so a lot of times you just end up using it as a protected stam regen um so now you actually get to like reposition off it sometimes you get the cc it just leaves you um with uh better options more often than not i'll put you like that yeah it's super fun and then they also changed i guess to so you can't do the smoke cancel with it, which I, I, for me personally, I think is okay. Um, but on succession to kind of separate the two, they made it so succession, you can now move for the stiffen land. If you raw cast it, not smoke screen, you can move once for the stiffen land and then move separately a second time for the, for the damage. Was that also something you were asking for? Or is that just, a uh, I kind of tried to reach for the stars with that one a little bit. I didn't know if they'd actually give it to us, but yeah uh that was something that was asked for as well um i wasn't a huge fan of the way you always had to kind of burn smoke in your decisions for mm -hmm. um for kuno uh especially succession like a, a lot of your decisions revolved around smoke yeah um and so it just kind of makes it so you don't always have to use that and you know maybe you can find a little bit more use for just raw flash in larger fights without having to um risk getting cc'd on like the edge in order to get a good position after you you know dash um so yeah i'm a huge fan really really like it um for so we got the weird pole skill where you can jump you guys agree that it kind of it's not really good enough right like it's not really going to benefit us that i mean maybe it'll i don't know i like it doesn't even seem like it hits that many mobs you have to like really aim it like for example if i'm looking at the scarecrows in battle arena if i don't hit the back scarecrow it's not gonna hit the ones in the front like if i hit or uh it's not gonna hit everything if i hit the front uh scarecrow like it literally only hits those front mobs and isn't even gonna pull like that much it's like kind of weird i don't know it's hitbox it's seems really impractical odd. yeah and jumping is like i don't know jumping in this game overall and ninja kuno it's like some of the it feels better than a lot of other classes, but jumping in general, it just feels so bad in this game. So I don't know, I hate it's that. It's just not really something you're going to want to do over and over and over again while you're grinding. That's my take. Yeah. Um. Alright, let me talk about Ninja Awakening real quick, block jump. You guys got Murderous Intent can be used from pre-awakening um, with a skill slot, so you guys get another thing to put on your hotbar. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it was uh, a lot of fun. How how impactful is this? Is this something you're you're gonna use? Is this something you're looking forward to? Um, 
I think I, at least like for Awakening definitely needed a way to transition into uh, our like from pre Awakening to Awakening, it needed a skill from Awakening to transition into Awakening a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, Mock Explosion was that choice for a while, but it, it was just like a pseudo C swap that like pretty much nobody ever used since it was unprotected and it was pretty much the same speed as the C swap. So there was like very few people who ended up ever using it. Um, I think a, a skill that people would have liked to have seen instead was flashing light, since a lot of people already hotbar it, and having that over Merce Intent would have just been a a lot better overall. Like I can show you a video of someone who like edited what it would look like. Um, Merce Intent. I mean, overall, I would say good change. Uh, could be better with a different skill. The translation initially said flashing light. That's why a lot of people were like pretty hyped about it. But it actually yeah. ended up being Merce Intent, so a lot of people were bummed out, and it's me included. Uh, yeah, that was kind of a bait. I was like, what the hell is that translation? Why is it say flashing light? Yeah, so, I mean, myself, I, at least I would prefer it to be flashing light, but uh, having it Merce Intent is, is still nice. I, I'm not going to like complain too much about it, but if I had the choice, I would definitely swap it out. But yeah. I think overall good. Um, they lowered the cooldown in Mach Explosion from 17 to 12 seconds. Um, and they increased the attack range of Vacuum Slash, Sudden Decapitation, and Flow Execution. And then Sure Katana uh, got down attack and had its lower its cooldown lowered. Sure, uh, or sorry, Sure Chaos Spree. And, and then they mentioned the block jump thing, I guess, to make your notes look a little bigger, the thing that has <laughs> listed up yeah. here. I'm pretty sure all of that's just for PvE. Like, I guess I could be considered like some of our like small PvE buffs that we got out of it. Uh, but pretty much all of that is is PvE stuff. Yeah, is vacuum slash never gonna be used? Uh, I, PvP, I, yeah, right? I, yeah. With the the scuffed frontal guard, like I don't think anyone's ever gonna use that for damage. Yeah. So, I mean, the the ninja ones are are pretty tame overall. Yeah. I was kind of surprised just because. I mean, I, I was know, hoping like, that they would rework, like, stealth or something, like, anything, like, something... I wouldn't even care if it was, like, uh, like reworks that, like, in turn, like, nerfed us a lot, or even a little, like, I, I, I wouldn't mind either way, either or, or just something different for the class after all these years. Uh, instead, we basically just got a patch that would have, like, been a normal patch, like, on any day. Right. Like I said. That, that, I think, is the, the main misconception for the people that don't play Ninja, when... I think most ninjas, not not all, there's some obviously that just think like ninja needed massive buffs, but for most ninjas, I think the reason the rework is disappointing is just because new stuff is fun. Like even if it's not busted, just getting new stuff and changes make the class more fun and interesting. And when you've been playing for a long time, it's like, I don't know, you just kind of want to experience some, some new it stuff. It could even just be visual things, like the extra blades on the slashing the dead animation. Like, mm-hmm. even if that skill is exactly the same, it looks cool as fuck. It's like, whoa, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Now, I do think there's hope for that, because, like, um, Violation... Well, Turn Back Slash did change on on Awakened uh, Sork, but Violation is is essentially the same. Um, but they gave them both completely new animations, but not until the third week of their changes. So there's definitely a possibility that Ninja still gets some new animations for some of its skills, just visually. 
um, which I think yeah. might help make it feel better. It just is unfortunate to not see him in the beginning. I, I, Musa Mayo is a good example of this too, because they essentially gave the exact same change to Oppression and Musa Spirit, but Oppression didn't get any animation change. But Musa Spirit has like a brand new fancy animation, even though they both got the same AOE increase. So I have a feeling that it's just not the art, I guess, isn't done yet. So maybe there's some yeah, stuff that's going to come to Ninja. Well, yeah, it's important to recognize that it's only week one. I saw a confusing comment on Reddit in which someone asserted that PA stated that this was it. Like, mm -hmm. no. Yeah, <laughs> no, a lot of people on Reddit were like saying that. that that it was like like it was doomed or like that their budget ran out or something and like this was like the last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like, think it was in that same exact thread. I was thread. like, I was well, like well, what are you people, people are talking about? about like, I don't understand. <laughs> Where are you getting your information from? I'm so confused. I, I don't know if it's like they're misinterpreting what PA is saying or if they're just like hearing from other people. Uh, like, I don't know what's going on, but like it's it's week one, guys, or like, you know, week two for Mooses and Maywas. We're probably not going to see this shit for at least a month. Like, at least, I imagine. Probably, yeah, I mean, knowing them, it's probably longer, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh the thing. I was kind of hoping for some significant changes for the Musumewa, but... I mean, two? how many no, weeks did no it way. take? They, they, yeah, said, but... they said that they were how? not going to do major changes yeah, 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 yeah. until November. Until all the classes are right. on Global Labs. Yeah, but Frosty, because gotcha. you know this really well, I don't. Mm -hmm. How many weeks did it take for Rangers Rework to go from, like, underwhelming to busted as shit? What, like, well, four weeks? Three weeks? Something I, like that? I thought the first... I personally thought the first week was pretty exciting. And then the second week actually had some changes that made Rangers feel really badly because like they removed the super armor from Spirit Galaxy. Like they made a couple questionable changes and then nerfed some of the PvE damage. Um, but then like week three and four, it got major changes. Like Shotgun now has Frontal Guard and Spirit Galaxy is now fully protected. And they sped up Elven Rage and removed the, the protection from it, but gave it a knockdown so you can instant cast it. Like there's... A lot of really subtle, cool changes that got added after the fact to to yeah. Ranger. So yeah, it Ranger rework overall is way better by week four than it was week one, like by a lot. Um, they yeah, also lowered the cooldown of ES, which is huge too. For the Mooses and Maywas, and you know, like they also said that, like Frosty mentioned, that they weren't going to really focus on balancing the other reworks until mm -hmm. all the reworks were out on Global Labs. So, hopefully, yeah. now that all the reworks are out on Global Labs, they'll start. I mean, hopefully, they've been doing this already, but you know, they'll, they'll start collecting and going through the feedback from the community and from the ART members and all that stuff and try and figure out like where to go from here. Yeah, and there's a, uh, I mean, just to add to it, it's like Tamer is still supposed to get a new skill. Dark Knight is still supposed to get a new skill, and so is Maywa. Those were all the ones that the note specifically yeah. said they're getting a new skill. So those still could be really impactful. And then, um, like, uh, Biceptimus Prime was talking about it. He said, like, after the reworks came out, he they got to have a discussion with the devs about what they liked from the reworks, what else they still want. And so there's still a whole like wave of feedback that they seem like they're going to still at least semi listen to and, and implement if they think that it's good or fair or whatever. Um, so yeah, week one, to me, week one is not worth getting that upset about no. um, personally, just because of how many changes happen after week one uh, yeah. when they start actually doing changes. Um, anyway, that being said, so Kuno Awakening, uh, Reezy, I, 
I yeah. am so hyped by the changes that Awakening got overall. Um, I Like I was saying, I actually ended up spending like an hour arguing with a bunch of Kunos saying that the Awakening changes don't do shit and that it means nothing. And I, I completely feel the opposite. I, I think the one thing that I was hoping for is like that PvE got buffed, which it did a little bit. I think maybe not by enough, but it at least got buffed a little bit. And that I was just hoping that the changes seemed meaningful in like a, like they're thought out, not just like, hey, this does more damage and that's it. But they did some really cool stuff to some of the intricacies of Kuno um, with some of the cancels and Moonstorm and the way things flow together. Um, from the stuff that you tested out, can you, well, can you give your overall feeling on if you thought the rework was good and if it's going to be impactful? And then talk about some of the, the, the things that changed that maybe people might not have noticed. Something outside of like spin just doing more damage, like some of the subtle stuff. So, uh, I dropped a clip in the group chat. It's like a minute long. Maybe that's too long, but if you can watch it, yeah, I'd love to fine. talk about it. Yep. Um, so I was doing kind of a lot um on awakening the past two days just i know it's labs and you can't really like attribute caches because you know 200 ping yada yada right but i just want to highlight the movement mechanics and the stamp cost because i know a lot of people complain about like this stamp didn't get changed at all um i honestly think the like movement changes uh help both our stamina our like cc potential and then spin getting the damage buff just helps our general like cc pressure in a different sort of way um so to talk a little bit about the the clip you see like the tenant cutter change yep um that gives us just an insane amount of grab pressure now uh and it also gives us pre-raking movement which we didn't previously have and for those who play suck you know that like smoke is really really good on suck compared to awakening on live just because you have the pre-raking mobility to position it better um now awakening has that so you don't have to burn smoke for movement on awakening anymore the flash change allows you to use the ability in you know almost any scenario if you set it up right so you get stand back that way if you do get damage pressure um you absolutely can spin in order to buy stand that way just because people can't push into it anymore like it's free right and to talk a little bit about the moonstorm change um they shaved i think it was like 0.25 seconds off of it uh and i'm doing a warrior so if I was going to get grabbed out of Moonstorm, like this would probably be the class to do it. And I'm kind of just like spamming it here. Yeah. Um, like so even it, the, the it felt, full version too, right? Like the full version actually yeah, feels so quick. Exactly. And I could have like canceled out of it, but I really just wanted to kind of limit test in some of these fights just to see what I could get away with and what I was going to get caught out of. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I personally think the stand feels fine. I'm not even using Shackle Target. I'm not even... Um, not even using like explosion smoke conceal or the new uh, i could shadow also clones. be using yeah i could also be using shadow clone like i had so many options that i just wasn't even using here and i barely even went to half yeah and dude i i don't know like i the new dance change like dance goes further i'm gonna give the tldr for uh for nyashi and res because i haven't gotten a nerd nerd out with them about these changes uh, dance macabre moves you way further. Like the the ability to be able to dance grab now, like succession can do, feels way way like from a much more from a much further position. Um, they sped up the. So is it as far as succession or is well, it? Well, like... it's it's as far as the succession non-targeted version, if that makes sense. It doesn't have the extension. Oh, yeah, okay, it, it just okay, doesn't okay. have the extension. Um, 
and they buffed tenon cutters mobility and just the speed like it just feels way way better they also changed tenon cutter in that you can now hot uh use a hotkey forward q instead of from the the hot bar and if you're holding w tenon cutter will automatically like go forward and have like the left right left movement is a, a lot more narrow so you just move more so in a straight line uh i do think you could probably optimize it to make it completely straight if you want more distance after some practice um, or if you want to just do the normal version of tenon cutter where it moves you in the triangle, you just don't press any directional keys. Um, but the but the mobility boost on it is like a lot. Like it's so much better and so much faster than the normal pre-awakened tenon. Um, they also, they buffed spin damage and made the AoE bigger. Um, they gave Lunar Dash super armor. Um, they also gave the non, I don't know if you... you noticed this or tested this Reezy, but if you don't use the core to lunar dash it has a huge fucking linger on the full hit on yeah. the full hit yeah if you have the core it cuts the linger by a lot um i don't know if that's intentional or just the core skill kind of gives it the old version or what but um yeah that kind of happens and then um half moon slash now gives you the attack speed buff which is i especially for pve freaking huge but a lot of times on awaken kuno like you get, I don't know, it's a, you just basically leave yourself opening open given the attack speed buff, plus it costs stamina to use uh, Shadow yeah, Slash. Trying the Shadow Slash is pretty much, um, it's lucky if you get it without getting punished a lot of the time. Right. Um, so now being able to do that while fully protected is huge. Um, and then Moonstorm, it also moves you further, right? Like a decent yeah yeah yeah. it has it's like 20 percent farther and like 20 percent faster or something like that yeah so there used to be in my opinion there was borderline no reason to cast a slow version unless you just wanted a linger sa um but now it's like i mean you can use also it aggressively. fully links from um half moon now too like you can go straight into how dance from half moon there's no gap oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh dance or moonstorm uh you can do dance from like half moon Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And then the other thing, I mean, there's some subtle ones that weren't noted. Like the C-swap doesn't leave you as locked. I don't know if you noticed that. Like you can start a skill after C-swap like instantly now, which feels so good for like, especially for Node War, where one of the common things is to go like stomp C-swap. Um, I think feels really good. You can get into Half Moon like super fast. Um, I don't know. The whole thing just kind of blows my mind. I also love the new animation of Moonstorm when you... the flipping around in the air is like so Kuna. final hit yeah 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 agreed, agreed dude it's so kuna like it, it looks badass the little flippy flip thing it, it looks freaking cool i also noticed they added the uh the new uh like the the i don't know the block jumps are like kind of weird in it you see like if you slow it down in the frames you can actually see the two block jumps from the new block jump skill the two blocks yep which is kind of um, interesting too one of the other things that I wanted from like the increased dance distance, uh, I I asked them to remove the windup as well, even though I didn't like know all the other changes that were coming at the time. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't do that, but I, I don't really care. But the purpose of that was to kind of modernize like the slow pressure you could get on Awakening Kuno, because at least with Succession, you have like really good slow pressure, and on other classes you have access to slows like Witch, Wiz, you know, Sage. They have pretty good slow pressure. Um, and like on live, you you try to like dance someone, and you just kind of like fall short, like wet noodle style, a lot of the time. But now with like G Labs dance, you you generally hit it um, a lot more consistently, which is really really nice. Uh, yeah. And then to touch on another community change they wanted, I know 
I, I I thought about asking for uh like lower CD on uh Heart Snatch to like I don't know 24 23 seconds to match it to like Ninja Illusion, but I I'm a little worried that like it would just be an unnecessary buff to movement. So maybe they just attach like the cast speed slow to it that it doesn't have and match it to the attack speed and move speed slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that would be fine. Um. Yeah, same with Dan- I, I don't know. Dance also doesn't have the cast speed slow. <laughs> straight, straight up, like my opinion uh, from playing both Succession and Awakening right now, like if if this patch were to come to live as is, uh, I think Awakening would just be like the the better spec in general due to how Succession relies on like the lock on from Tendon. Um, but it's weird because they didn't get any protected damage, and I think protected damage is going to be like really, really, really big in the meta that's coming up. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so all right, so here's here's kind of like my, my breakdown of like my my feelings overall. And, uh I feel like Awakening I'm super hyped with what they changed. The only thing I'm a little bit bummed out with Awakening is actually let me before I get let me talk about Sospri Sonin cuz this one is a really interesting change because this skill actually moves you pretty far forward. Like if you're fighting against, I don't know, an archer or a ranger to have like forward guard movement it gives like a little bit of the stance shift vibe that Ninja has to me, even though I know it costs stamina. I, I actually think it's pretty cool because it moves you way further than I thought it was going to. The uh, original ask that I had for that, uh, or at least the inspiration, was I just wanted something that was like Prime Crescent, but like with no CC, so just kind of like a mini iframe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really not, it's not as fast, and it's just forward guard. But I still think it's. A lot better than the alternative, which is uh, on lives you just kind of go step into uh, C swap like over and over, <laughs> which is just sad that yeah. that's like your your best option. Um, so yeah, I'm a huge fan of it. It's kind of optional in like smaller scales, um, but I think it's really really good in like large scale. Mm-hmm. I so. For me, overall, I'm super happy with the Awaken changes, especially with the pre-Awaken skills that got changed. I My only hope would be that the first two hits of Sauce Free get the same AoE as the last hit for PvE. And that I just wish... I was a little bit disappointed they didn't do anything with Chain Crash. Just because, to I... me, that skill's so I- iconic. At least when I first started Kuno, it was like the skill you were so excited to get to 58 for back in the old, old days. Yeah, I remember talking to Vib and he was telling me like that back in the I think it was LSA days or whatever. That was it used to be like the primary catch. You know, you do like uh, stealth chain crash or whatever yeah. a lot of the time, and it was really really good. Um, I tried to ask for a redesign on the skill, and I the inspiration or at least the the idea from talking to Vib was uh wanted to ask for something that was kind of like Sork Blade, but if stun wasn't allowed due to like uh you know class power budget quote unquote then i don't know just give it like a slow and make it do good damage but it would have been probably a pve nerf so i'm not sure they left it alone if they just make it like insane for pve i'm okay with that too i still think the class kind of needs pve buffs and the polling skill for awakening still thing just like succession so if they want to yeah. buff the the AOE radius on chain crash and the range, then maybe that would solve that issue a little bit too. Um, and then for succession, 
like I would I'm pretty okay because I, I I like the the rune changes I do I do think it simplifies it I'm personally okay with it I think it's really strong in PvE um, and it just makes the damage more consistent um, I don't know wheel of wrath three rune wheel when it first came out seemed so nutty and now even on live like it just doesn't feel that crazy compared to what most other classes can do right um, so i being able to have it up way more often and and have the new stomp up way more often i i think is pretty cool um i was just disappointed that i guess this is the same thing i, I hate to be the guy that sounds just like every other class but the one issue the one main issue at least for me on Sakuna outside of pve was just protected damage for large scale and they didn't add that or address that in any way that i can see um, unless there's right. something I'm missing. I was really campaigning for um, if you do three rune release wheel that like the second hit, so the non float could get like frontal guard or super armor, mm-hmm. or again just give us baseline frontal guard to explosion, remove the dead zone, and remove the split damage because it's kind of a joke to have split damage on something with like abysmal AOE anyway. Yeah. Um, and I think that would. I do think it should be Frontal Guard instead of Super Armor, just because that wouldn't change, like, a class that is supposed to be somewhat limited on Super Armors. Um, it's just a Frontal Guard with damage, so you're, you're kind of still playing the same way against it in small scale. Uh, but it changes a lot for you in large scale. Um, and it would allow you to actually get damage pressure out. Uh, and just on top of that, general damage increases to, like, Prime Clone and, like, Prime Flash. Uh, I also wanted... A different tier three add-on because Moonstorm, yeah. uh, not Moonstorm, sorry, um, Moonlight. Moonlight, yeah, Moonlight not getting any like cancels or any changes like that. It still leaves it kind of useless. It's good versus DR targets if you can, you know, find the luxury of adding it into your filler, but it's useless versus evasion. And as far as I understand it, uh, it is hard coded to be the same ability on Ninja that it is on Kuno. So uh, if ninjas wanted to campaign for changing Moonlight T3 to, I don't know, like Fatal Blow T3, like, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Dude, I would have loved if they, this is way more of like pie-in-the-sky dream idea, but if they changed the name to, to like, call, I don't know, like, if, if it, instead of it dropping shurikens, it was dropping kunais and had a lower cooldown, it just was, like, a different animation entirely. I mean, anything. Like, if they yeah. just wanted to give it, like, a faster animation uh, from casting it off of Stomp, because I find, like, that's a pretty consistent way I end up using it is like I stomp, they live at like 10% HP and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go step because it's somewhat risky, so I just cast Moonlight, right? Yeah, and ch- and Chain Crash, for Awakening, Chain Crash is already pretty good in PvE, it just, uh, the cooldown, you can't do it every pack because the cooldown's too long. And the stam, right? Yeah, and the stam costs, it starts uh, starts to add up. I I guess the other thing that I'm a little bit disappointed is the, uh, the hitbox for Halo since it's our main DPD buff. Again, this is mostly for PvE, but it just right, doesn't, it doesn't hit packs. Yeah, it doesn't hit the whole... Even when you have like a perfectly grouped pack, there's still always a couple mobs that didn't get hit. So it feels kind of bad. Um, especially if you try grinding like Elvia in any way. So that actually hitting everything would have been really cool. Um, but overall, I think it, I think it's pretty awesome. I kind of want to ask from Block Jump's point of view, since uh, Ninja didn't get quite as many changes. Block, uh, Block Jump, do you see, like from what you've seen or heard from Kunos in Awakening, do you feel like... Uh, Kuno is going to be more competitive. We'll just say in the matchup of Ninja. I I do think it'll be in in all matchups, but in in Awaken Kuno versus like Awaken Ninja, these changes is it? Are you like oh shit, that's actually going to be hard to fight? 
Well, a lot of the gap clothes is like what I think it seems a lot like really interesting, and I think that I would probably have to look out for like especially the the new tendon cutter. Uh, though uh, I can't remember the last time I've seen an awakened Kuno outside of you in my game, so I don't know how many I would actually <laughs> still buy. But I mean, it's it, it'll be interesting. Uh, well, I mean, I hope play more it. players come back and play. But yeah, there's yeah, a reason it. we all know each other by name. I know, I know, it's sad. That's how the was are. Um, the other little subtle change that I, I and I, I swear it's faster, but Reezy, you probably have actually tested it. Being able to use grab from E instead of the hot bar. Yeah, um, it's. I'm pretty sure it's faster. Although that could just be like having to do with speeding up the general animation across the board. I'm not entirely sure. I I know it's faster linkage wise. Pretty sure. Yeah. I don't so know. maybe it, that's it. It feels so like being able to do the short spin into grab is feels crazy now with E. I I don't know. It's just pretty nutty. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that if Kuno, I mean, part of it is PVE too, right? Like you see lawns everywhere because they're so good in PVE. Like even people that don't really want to play the class, I feel like one of the big reasons why in open world you're just not seeing a lot of the classes that people do still play because I do think there are awakened Kunos around. I mean, these days I think there's more awakened Kunos than suck. But it's just because you can't PVE on it. You just don't see them ever anywhere. Um, so hopefully that gets that changes a little bit. Um, I don't know. Succession overall in 1v1, Reezy, after the changes, I mean, you feel like the power level comes down? Um, yes, because of the tendon lock-on, but it uh, also has to do with just the way the game is going. Uh, we didn't get any protected damage, and like, I, I just can't stress enough like how how big that is. Like, you're gonna need that to open up options in the coming meta. I feel so. Yeah, um, I agree with that because like even with the Mewa changes, I have to admit there's it, it feels a lot better for large scale probably. All the damage and the protections, the chaining connections between skills feels better for large scale. It's kind of the same reason reductions. why. Yeah, it's kind of reason. The same, it's kind of the same reason that like Armin is in shambles is because he looks at these changes and he goes, "My malice gets fifty percent less value now, right?" Yeah, that that's the yeah right. That's I think that's the thing that a lot of like uh, Hash and Guardians are feeling too. Is like when you look at the overall reworks, you're just like, "Dude, I, how how is it gonna feel for me when all that stuff comes out?" Because like, yeah, we're decent now, but are yeah, we still gonna it's be an indirect decent? nerf, right? That's how it'll feel. Yeah. I mean, in theory, I guess, if everyone was playing Nova and Sage and then they just transfer over to all these classes, maybe it wouldn't feel so bad. But there are still people playing all these classes. So it's like all of them are going to get that power spike. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll just have to wait for the, the other weeks and see if anything happens. But I mean, considering like what happened to Suck Ninja like and stuff, I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of hope, to be honest. But yeah. I, I, I think like... This would be like an indirect nerf, like what what they plan on doing for Ninja, at least with the changes. So, and I know like Reezy, you're not super super into PV, and I blocked him. Do you even do you grind anymore? Uh, I grinded pretty hard for like the past like I last like a month and a half, but I, I haven't grinded like hard at, like since. Yeah. Well, so I I know a lot of people want to see Ninjas sad. I think that there's a definitely a group of people in a lot of other classes that are like sort of loving this anguish from the ninja community. And 
While I don't want to see Ninja sad, there is part of me that just remembers those May 26 patch notes and I saw Kuno next to Ninja and I thought, that's strange. Um, hmm. But, <laughs> so I, I, there's part of me that's like, dude, these Awaken changes on Kuno, we actually got a bunch of stuff Ninja didn't. This is the first time I've ever seen that. This is crazy. <laughs> but, it's actually the first time I think. <laughs> but, I, as a person who has been a proponent of every single class needs to be good in PvE, there's part of me that's legit, like, kind of tilted that Suck got nothing because of how blatantly obvious it is that Suck Ninja isn't good at PvE. I, it it kind of frustrates me because one of the main reasons the whole rework thing is happening that they said in their giant post is to bring it up to par with other classes, but PvE is going to be a heavy focus. So for them to be so just... Oh yeah, nothing needed to be changed in <laughs> PvE. Yeah, like two lines have changed. It's really fucking annoying to me, man, because you uh the thing is with the reworks missing out on PvE buffs is if you don't get PvE buffs, then you kind of just have no hope that it's ever going to happen because it takes so long for them to do balance changes, especially in PvE that it's like, well, if we don't get it for the rework, then are we just never ever going to be usable in PvE? I I think that's so fucking lame. Yeah. And in, like having like if you want to play Suck Ninja, like you have to have like a Tet Dandy or a Pent Dandy, like if you want to grind at all, because like there's no point in grinding in succession. And when you see a two lines of co or two lines of patch notes for your class or for your spec when when reworks come out, like there, there's very little hope for your for a lot of players who do play spec like that and want to grind on it. Yeah, Armin told me he literally cried this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, poor Armin, dude. Like uh, the, I, the next few weeks have to be pretty crazy. Like if they want, like I don't know. I mean, I I'm not expecting a lot, but if they want to like change like a good amount of stuff, like with PV and stuff, like there has to be a lot of stuff coming in a few weeks. Yeah, the that... suck ninjas out there looking like the suck lawns, except at least the suck lawns are wiping their tears with dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. It's like um, that fucking what the Woody uh Woody Harrelson meme I think from uh what was it Zombieland? Oh yeah, dude, I I just am like, I don't know, I I'm it's crazy because I'm in this like uh, I feel a little bit like happy sad because PVE for me PVE is super important and I know that I mean it's how you make silver in the game and a lot of people I I know there it's easy to say like well I'll just just play lawn or, or whatever. But for a lot of people, it's they just don't enjoy playing those classes. So if they can't PvE on their main class, they're probably just not going to play the game at all or not PvE at all. Um, so that's why it's I think it's pretty important to make PvE good for for everybody so people could just play the class that they've already invested into and actually want to play. Um, I also think yep. it's just healthy for the game. So when you are out open world, you're seeing a bunch of classes and it's not... Maybe DKs would be a little bit less frustrated if they ran into Kunos and Ninjas grinding a lot more instead of running into a Striker every time. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe that feeling of... Uh, uh, Guardian AFKing the, the fucking statues it stars in. Yeah, the, the, yeah, or lawns everywhere. I don't know, it's just... It's a little bit of a... A little bit of a bummer. Um, so, Reezy... Uh, do you think if this came to live right now that Awakening would be... Let, let's say if this came... It, this and all the reworks that you've seen currently, do you think that it's enough to bring Awakening Kuno into like this is going to be a pretty decent flex uh, class for large scale? Um, 
I've like I said, I was dueling a bunch of classes on labs, and I think Awakening has the potential to be like a, a top five duelist right now. Um, I I don't know if it's gonna get nerfed or what. Everything is up in the air. I, I guess it's worth noting the like spin buff was I think it was like twenty point six percent. Uh, if you compare old spin, it's like decimal points stronger. But one of the differences is uh, old spin didn't have the current add-ons we do now, so like it could look very different with a DP debuff on it. Um, Plus, it didn't have the the accuracy accessories we have now. It didn't have the AP we have now, and it didn't right. have the uh, it didn't have the Alucas crystals with the attack speed we're all about to get. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, those right. Those haven't come out yet. They just came uh, out. They just came out. Oh, they did. So I, I don't know. I think Awakening is really, really good. I would still like one or two things um, on top of the PVE, but um, for the game the way it is now, I would be very happy if Awakening released like it is. Yeah. Um. I, actually, Blockjump, could you? I don't know if you mentioned it or got to kind of elaborate on it, but how how impactful is it for Ninja to get the uh, the super armor removed on Ghost Step and for the whole thing to be iframe? Uh, I mean that's like a change I've been begging for for so long. Like I, I out of like all the changes, uh, in my opinion, even like with the Blockjump change, that that's that's the one that I've like most wanted and. Uh, a lot of times I feel like when I do get CC'd or, or when I get like grabbed out of like my ghost step, it's almost always probably because of the super armor, and I, I'm curious to see how impactful it's actually going to be when it hits live. Yeah. Um. What what is the uh, so it says the sense of speed of the movement associated with suicide fall skill has been improved. Is that just like the animation speed of the start, or it, it's faster? But if you do the double like space fight thing, it's it's the same speed. But if if you grab normally with just E, it's definitely noticeably faster. It's just faster. Twice as fast, basically. Okay. Yeah. So I did wanna. I, yeah. I did wanna mention regarding the iframe on the uh, ghost step thing. I know whenever this change happened, Frosty, you said it was just me because I'm extra desinky. But I still swear to this day, whenever they changed Bolt on Sage to be SA instead of iframe, I feel like I get desync CC'd out of it so much more often than I ever did when it was pure iframe. Like seriously, so so often it happened. And you think it's. What's the theory that it's like uh I think it's because it went from being iframe to SA. So instead of just avoiding hits, you're now taking hits. And mm -hmm. for some weird reason, desync is occurring, I guess, more frequently whenever you're being hit. Again, I know that this is probably just me being extra desynky because I'm a desynky bitch. But like, I swear, dude, I get desync CC'd so much on Sage post yeah. that change. And then when it was just pure iframe. Well, it never happened when it was pure iframe. I, I think. Oh, yeah, that reminds me actually. One of the changes, I I don't know if this was noted or not. I know this was supposed to be a change for the new WQ tendon. Is it supposed to be immune to like skill shortening? Yeah, have you tested that? Uh, I still need to. I need to go stand in Sinu and have someone else tendon on top of me or something. Wait, they specifically said that in the notes? Yes. I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Skill shortening. So that they know it's a thing, it's a legitimate mechanic then. Well, they've they said it they on acknowledged it way, yeah. way before the reworks, yeah. Yeah, they acknowledged that they're working on a fix for it. Um, Is that it, like when you get a hit? Like but a skill wait, that doesn't, yes. that doesn't sound, with that explanation, that doesn't sound like it's a quote-unquote bug. It sounds like it's an intended mechanic. Well, they 
when they, they announced made it, it immune to skill shortening no 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 it's listed as uh here let me let me find the exact note um yeah because that's that's that sounds uh sus. let's see um where is the tenon cutter okay well didn't they do that with a bunch of corsair skills no, i think they made it immune to slows on certain skills no, I don't know about no, no. So, so this one was yeah. yeah here, here. So tenon cutter. It, it's talking about the. I think this is less about the hit stutter, Nayashi. Maybe that's what the confusion is. And yeah. this is more about the. Uh, so it, it's listed as the speed of the skill has been slightly improved and has been changed to maintain the same sense of speed even when hitting the enemy. So sometimes when you were in PVE and you use tenon cutter, it went like super fast. Like it would be like light speed fast tenon cutter, and now it's supposed to be. The same. Because the speed. more targets uh, that you okay, hit with so tendon is... cutter, the faster you come out of tendon cutter. Right. But totally different. Thing. I yeah, don't yeah, know. Just... I don't know if the revert. I don't know if the reverse applies to new tendon cutter, uh, because current tendon cutter you can get like shortened out of. Uh, so again, right. we'd have to test. Yeah, we need like, to see. That would be nice. If you're hitting or being hit, because if well, you're this being one is hit, listed that's, as... that's what the this one is... tendon cutter. Tenon yeah. cutters affected both ways. So like yeah. you could be hitting a group of people and getting hit, and on live with hop bar tendon, you can just get shortened all the way out of it and just get yeah. Fucked. So the 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 hit being hit and getting your skill shortened is what I'm referring to. Yeah, you saw right, right. Hitting. So, the hitting yeah. is a different. I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering I'm wondering if making it immune to hitting also did something to the being hit though. Like that's definitely something I need to like, test. Like, honestly, I think a lot of the major issues that some classes deal with, like, even, like, mine specifically, like, when it comes to, like, movement and whatnot, the fact that hit stutter exists fucks us. Um, like, our mobility gets negatively impacted, and that in turn means I have to use more stamina, and, yeah. you know, like, it, or it just makes me more vulnerable because I'm just not going very far at all, and then all of a sudden my protection ends suddenly. Those kinds of things affect a lot of classes, and I think honestly that could probably that being fixed could actually probably improve a lot of state of classes. Um, so hopefully they do come up with a fix for that. Like um, that could change a lot. Yeah, no, the hit stutter thing could fix. I mean, right now it's like because of the hit stutter, everything you just feel like. Well, I wish this was just an iframe. But like maybe it wouldn't have to be if you still had your full mobility and there was no like annoying hit stutter in super armor abilities. For sure, it's like yeah, it happens in twice. It happens in all movement skills. Like it, one of the really easy ones to see and feel is the C stroll on Corsair because of how long you're in it and how far it moves you. Like when you're in a node war, people are shooting stuff at you. It it like actually feels like your graphics card is overheating. And it's like <laughs> stuttering you. Like it actually looks like that. It's it's crazy. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So overall. Um. I don't want to do grades, but overall, Reza, you're you're feeling overall on both reworks uh, relative to the other reworks and um on on Kuno. Um. Not to get into grades, I guess. Like. Kind of what you were saying. Awakening feels like it can play in the meta now. I don't really feel like it's meta-defining. I, I I think you're not troll for playing it anymore. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it's gonna be fought him. I'll take. Um. It. I Fair. think Succession. Uh, needs a little bit more work than Awakening. Uh, but the pre-awakened stuff really did help it. 
but I don't think it's going to be good in the new meta. So, PvE still needs help on both. Yeah. Um, block jump? <laughs> I know you guys didn't really get much, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. relative to the other reworks because that that is part of the balance is like all these other classes being brought up like uh, how is ninja gonna fare post reworks uh if nothing um, else were to change post reworks i mean uh like you guys said like it's definitely a pretty hard essay meta right now and then with the reworks it's gonna be even more so uh i mean i'm curious myself to see how ninja will play i think overall it's still gonna be a top skirmisher maybe not the best one like for large and small scale anymore but i think i definitely think it's still gonna be like a top contender for that but um at least for the next coming weeks i just hope that there's gonna definitely be pv changes for suck and then i don't know maybe any something different for awakening but I'm, i don't have my hopes up too much so i'm curious to see how the the meta will shift for ninja coming yeah I'm Am I crazy or is the... Do they just not add a Prime... Rizzi, do they not add a Prime Shadow Clone animation yet? Cause like, uh, I think there's something going on with the like skill effect being underground or something at the moment. Uh, it like okay. kind of flares up when you hit someone with it. Um, and it's a little inconsistent. Yeah. I did, I did have a sudden realization just a while ago, Frosty. We forgot to ask uh, Elida and Froge uh, the question that oh, they've been right. asking. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I guess we'll start with uh, Reezy. What class, when everything is said and done, when like all the classes have been out on Global Labs for like a couple weeks at least, right? They've been balanced, they've been fine-tuned, they've been changed according to feedback, yada, yada, yada. What class do you think, what rework, I should say, do you think is going to be the most powerful? Are you most worried about becoming, like, very strong? Um, across the entire game? Or are we just talking, like, Siege? What what kind of, no, like, scale, I guess? Kind of in general. Just kind of in general, like, overall. Like, what do you think is going to end up being, like, holy shit, that class is really powerful after reworks? Um... I think top contenders would be like Sork for sure. Um, yeah, Sork reworks. Dude, yeah, Sork looks have, fucking crazy. Have you seen <laughs> the new cancels on their new skill? It's. So I, I guess part of the reason I say that is I think damage is more likely to be tuned than mechanics, and like, I think Sork is busted because of mechanics. So that's kind of the answer there. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, block jump. What do you think? For what's going to be like meta, like in the next yeah. coming up, yeah. Like, what's what rework is going to be like the most powerful? That do you think the most, uh, the most, the one everyone's like, God damn it, man. This the is one that everyone coming. is like, dude. Ever since uh, the rework, this <laughs> class is so fucking OP. Yeah, I'd imagine it's probably going to be Lawn or something. Lawn or Sork, one of those two. I mean, I saw a lot of people complain about Lawn, but I, to, I guess I'll have to see how when it comes out. If they're grabbed and get nerfed, it's just it's doomed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Frosty picked Zerker, Nayashi picked Warrior, and uh, <laughs> I picked Ninja. Which uh, <laughs> man, okay. there's egg on my face now, isn't there? Uh, man. <laughs> and all these ninja haters. When, when was the last time you won a bet, Wrestler? Dude, I am like oh for six or some shit. Like Damn. actually. Like, I mean, you had a legitimate shot. It's just like, PA heard it, and they're like, yeah, let's troll this kid. 
Yeah. Now I bad. will say I still feel good about my odds because there could be there could be like a uh, a boomerang effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There could be a boomerang effect where they feel like, oh, we didn't do shit for Ninja in week one, so here in like week four, let's just give them their actual like rework and we'll do like a five page essay of changes, right? Like right before it drops. Let I know ask- that Striker is seen as extremely weak in Korea, which was apparently one of the oh, reasons why yeah. they got so many changes. Striker, yeah. Oh yeah. So. I, never mind. <laughs> I hope you guys are ready for the next wave of striker buffs coming next week. Oh boy! Can't I wait. mean, it's what already you... crazy as it is now. Like Devios has been talking about suck striker, and like they literally the one thing they didn't didn't need to do is add damage to it, and they literally added damage to it. And it's like, to me at least, he was trying to he made it sound like it was going to be suck ninja, like but for striker. See, that's why I'm Are, thinking there's like, still hope. Movies. Maybe they'll still buff the damage on like five more skills on Kuno, you know, just to keep up. Who knows? Let, let me <laughs> let me ask this, uh, uh, Blockdown. Do you do you think they uh, do you think the Ninja rework was uh, for week one was rushed? Is that, is that um, that's a representation of what a rushed? Most likely, is? from what I see. I mean. At least, like, I know Toyo and Armin both suggested a lot of stuff for Ninja. And Toyo, like, for example, like, suggested, like, 11 pages worth of changes for, like, almost every skill. Uh, and I think, like, maybe one thing out of all his changes got accepted. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure what Armin suggested, but considering, like, how, with how little changes actually went through, I doubt, like, pretty much anything did. All I know is Armin's a rat, bro. He's trying to slide in PvP changes on the PvE changes, even. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I could see it. I could see it. Uh, I do want to give an honorable mention to Ghost Step Smoke and how much I appreciate that that's actually a thing now on uh, Kuno. Thank you. Uh, Unnecessary. Dude, because of desync, dude, that little Kunai throw, even though it's instant, that shit gets you caught. I swear to God. Smoke, smoke screen's so fucking strong though so fast and protected and so fast and so protected so good um all right so Arizi, maybe it's just my i haven't tested side by side and maybe i'd need to see a, a clip but i i could swear the iframe animation is longer during uh going into concealment and oni shadow yep. and uh heart snatch and sinew cut or did you test or be able to side by side any of those? That was uh, a big request from Armin, because um, on live, uh, going into stealth just doesn't really give you the iframe properly. Um, so yeah, like it, it does feel a lot more consistent. I actually do get to like dodge stuff with Sinu on press now. Um, just generally a good change in my opinion. Okay. I thought I, people were calling me crazy and saying it's the same, but I was like, dude, I, I swear, like, you'd see it flash for a split second. Now it's, like, very clearly there. Um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely noticeable. Um, I don't think anyone's found the, the change to ground thrust yet. Dude, I know, that 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 is kind of... No, the ground thrust, it leaps you forward. Yeah. That's sick, I don't hear dude. people talking about it, dude. It's a good change. It's, it's, it is a, it's a kind of cool change. It's just... Now, great. We have four abilities that we have to jump for. It's exciting. I love jumping. Ground and thrust. That's the one they're gonna bar. buff for pulling. Yep. Dude, I would be. I would be. Well, but the problem is on awakening is like now you almost don't even need to go to pre-awakening except to use tendon cutter, it, it, for grinding anyway. 
Yeah. Um, they basically did that with a lot of classes. Like, I, don't I think this is going to change our add-ons a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Dude, spin... Spin's animation is a little bit different. Is she just spinning faster in there? Or what? I swear, like, spin looks different on here than live, but not, like, dramatic. I, know, I think it like could the... be the half moon speed buff. Like, 10% is pretty significant, especially when you consider you usually don't have even the 5%. Uh, and if you throw, like, another 7% from an add on proc, like, that, that's pretty, pretty big. Yeah. Oh, dude, I didn't even realize. I'm so stupid. I actually didn't even realize. I, I just assumed it was the same buff as Shadow Slash. It actually is like, yeah, I'm an idiot. You're right. I, I like legit thought it was just the same. I completely forgot that it's 10 and not 5. I just like assumed that they just moved yeah. the same buff over to Half Moon. I didn't realize it was even more attack speed. Wait, I'm even more hyped, dude. God damn. <laughs> to what now she was saying, um, I know Kyrim's not a fan of uh, Musa being locked more into like the pure awakening playstyle now. Yeah. Yeah. It, a lot of the veterans I mean, some, aren't. Some people aren't a big fan of that because they liked the versatility of utilizing the kits. I mean, like for Mewa, for example, from a large scale point of view, we only used Awakening anyways. Right. Like, awakening. like it was literally never useful to go to pre Awakening. Red Moon damage and from the from the uh, pre Awakening version rather than Succession is a joke and damage output. It was usually just for like protection with a frontal guard. So that didn't change. Um, and being able to, like, for example, one change that's kind of, like, I guess, in a way, controversial for some people is, like, the Sleet Step uh, um, bonus giving instead of the crit chance, which was, like, 12% when it was off cooldown. Now it does the 20 DP, which some people are like, well, that's a waste because Red Moon gives that. Well, it's like you don't have to use Red Moon anymore. So it's kind of nice because when you're going in comboing and utilizing your mobility and whatnot with Awakening, you just get the, the DP bonus right there without needing to transition to an inferior spec or inferior kit on uh, Awakening. Can uh, I ask, do you to... generally get like desynced out of Insta Cancel Red Moon that much? Like with the DP change help in that regard? Um, desynced out of Red Moon. They insta-cancel really. on Red Moon? No, I wouldn't really get desynced out. It's mostly like... It'd be like if someone came up to grab me and like they rubber bands me back into their hands kind of thing, you know? Because yeah, I have, fair enough. I have no iframe exit out of Red Moon. It's just a super armor or an unprotected. Um, if Sleet steps off uh, on cooldown or not. So it's just the servers, because I'm... For me, example, I'm East Coast. It just rubber bands me back from just ping issues. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't say desync per se is too much of an issue. It's just it's just with grabs. It's mostly with grabs. Gotcha. I wasn't sure if the insta flash of FG would ever get to like a, a block jump rubber band off of like. You know, cancel or something. It might because of uh, the rubber banding aspect. Because you know, grabs are more favored from the server's point of view. Priority based, yeah. Yeah. So they just they just win. It doesn't matter what the scenario is. They just win. <laughs> if it's a normal damage skill, I probably won't get touched, or you know, I'll just 
take the damage but not get CC'd kind of thing, you know? Right. Um, just when it comes to grabs, it's a little bit different scenario. Um. All right. So, uh, Frosty. Yeah. I I have a question for you. Dread Spark wants to know if you think uh, Awaken Kuno is or Kuno is as Awaken focused as other classes. Wait, what? If Kuno is as Awaken focused, what is like you don't have to use your pre awakened skills. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely a lot more now. A lot more. I, me personally, I, I'm fine with it because I don't like the. Here, here's the things. Like, I, I still think we have a lot of pre-awakened utility, and I think going to pre-awakening should be a choice for things that you want to do, not things that you have to do. I guess yeah. if that makes sense. Like, on one I hand, think that's fair. like now we still have like ten and cutter and flash slash and good uses of pre-awakened skills and shadow stomp and grab and et cetera, et cetera. But like, to have to go into pre-awakening for your attack speed buff, this is the same thing that. Why I actually really liked the Musa changes to the two buffs, the attack speed and the crit, is like having to go to pre-awakening because you're forced, I think is stupid. But being able to go because you have good skills there, I think is still important and should remain. Um, I guess the, the, I have a counter question for, for all of you guys, like philosophically speaking, do you, are you okay with all of the damage mostly being in awakening on awakening classes because like it does seem that the pre-awakened spec for everyone is kind of slowly becoming the utility and stuff that you do to like just make the kit feel bigger in general but all of your damage is awakening loaded are you guys okay with that or would you prefer it being kind of evenly split um i mean from my class's point of view it's kind of always been that way so nothing really changed and they moved away from the need to even necessarily use i mean like an example they in my honest opinion they completely and utterly screwed up the stub arrow so it's like i'm even less inclined to go to pre-awaken now as an awaken kit like there, there's what's there for me mm -hmm. red moon it does no damage so even with the buff that they supposedly did by adding succession uh, or ascension to heaven to its damage output and animation. And even if they fix the canceling aspect of it, I, I don't know how good it's going to be because it's kind of fast. You like, you do want the speed, but you want the ability to just like freely cancel whenever you want anyway. So the speed's relevant, the longer forward guard animation would be more useful in my opinion, but Rose? yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'm fine with it. It's kind of hard for me. I think similar to what Nayashi said, I think Zerker's always kind of been that way, what with Ancient Wave Split Shot and now Seismic. The only thing that makes me hesitate to say that, though, is that FD does actually do insane damage. It's just that it's unprotected. And so, you know, you use it a lot in 1v1s for damage and the AP buff. It's a very integral part of the kit. But... Uh, I mean, I don't know. It, I think it's probably fine. They have succession, so if you want to do damage with your pre-awakened skills, you can play succession theoretically. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It seems to be the direction that they want things to go in. It kind of has always felt that way, to be perfectly honest. Um, the only time I would say they went the opposite direction is when absolutes came out, but. I mean, Awakening skills have done more and more damage, and Absolutes don't really do much more, so... I don't know, I think I think that's what they want, and then Succession is their answer to people who say, well, what if I want to do damage with my pre-awakened skills? 
yeah. PA would say, well, go play Succession. It's definitely become less and less about being able to utilize both kits just like in general or being required to use both kits and more about like there might be some niche utility options available and if you want to use them you can but probably don't need to uh block jump you're feeling like should there be more damage in your pre-awakening kit for awakening um i mean i would definitely take damage from my awakening like back into pre-awakening like uh back when blades been floated and stuff like that and behead or beheading used to do like way more damage uh, i i definitely liked that aspect of ninja a lot more being able to swap between like both specs and have like a good amount of damage now literally everything is just front loaded onto serpent and like if you don't use serpent like you're not killing anyone's basically how it is now and i mean that meta has just been boring for so long so i was hoping the reworks would have changed something up and mixed it up a little bit but Back to the same old, same old, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Reezy? Um, I don't know. I guess it's more a question of can you have a class be good while also wanting to do like longer combos? Because uh, the way I see it, like the, the whole game has kind of shifted into um, lower TTK over the years. Like, yeah. If you're not killing within a certain amount of time, you're just not going to be good because people are mm. going to come and throw damage or cc on you right so it's like can you have a class that wants to do um the longer combos without needing to do longer combos i I don't know it's kind of a weird spot to be in i think the game's kind of moved on at this point yeah i the only one for me like i i kind of prefer all the damage being an awakening on the kit or at least most of it but the one exception is like rebombs and they kind of like went far away from rebombs doing good damage for not really sure why. I, mean, I know some classes kind of have like like illusions decent, but comparable to like how much damage awakening does now. Illusions not that crazy, but like illusion heart snatch were like main parts of our combo damage, and I don't know. Now it just doesn't really feel important. I, sometimes heart snatch, I, I swear they just uh, <laughs> they they like literally their health doesn't move sometimes, especially if they're evasion. Yeah. Laps crash reloading it. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess that's it. Uh, is there anything else, Rez or Nash, you guys wanted to ask them before uh, we move on to Zerker? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Ninja got what I wanted them to get, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> oh my god, I, I do hope for Manuels and Mooses out there that they. They do make this some stub arrow revisions for you guys. So you guys can all, you know, be happy. Oh, I'm sure they won't. Or happier. I know you won't ever be happy no matter what. They could literally make you awaken the <laughs> stage at its best and either it'd still be complaints, but still. Oh my you know gosh. what I mean. <laughs> um anyway, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Block appreciate them, it. if you could please yeah. remind everyone where uh to find you, your YouTube and your Twitch. Uh, my YouTube and blog, uh, and my Twitch are both just block jump on on there. If you need guides or just want to come hang out, that's where I am. Yeah, his last guide, like that, the your last guide is really really good. Put together, a pretty sick guide. And your 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 uh your montages are always super good too. Your editing is clean. I appreciate it. Do you I'm do trying. all your own editing, or do you have? Yeah, a... yeah, yeah. I've been doing my own editing. That's crazy. Your editing is clean. 
That's good. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Reezy, where can people find you? Or I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right. Where He's can... in concealment. Yeah. Oh, Reezy, would you? I do have one more question. Would you consider Nihilus a Kuno or a, a Nova? Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, he's a Nova, dude. He's, he's kind of a, a he's kind of like half a traitor. I don't know. Yeah. You touch Reezy, I have a question for you. Man. Would you consider Frosty a Kuno or a traitor? I'm definitely a traitor. I mean, he answered it himself. I yeah, don't know. I'm a traitor, but I'm right. Traitor, but I'm asking, fine. I'm asking you, the professional, the <laughs> expert. What What are your feelings on it? I don't know. We should uh, we should ask the class Discord. I heard they're always right. So. <laughs> Dude, the class, Damn. the class discords as a whole hate me yeah. very, very much. All of them. It doesn't matter which one; they all hate me. <laughs> one of the saw a comment that was like, "Yeah, Frosty's kind of known for just being dumb and not knowing anything about most of the classes." So I wouldn't yeah, take what he says seriously. I couldn't even kill that seriously. suck wizard that one time. Then. I couldn't even <laughs> kill suck wizard. That's the only reason I wanted Kuno buffs is because I couldn't beat a wizard in a one v one. So sad, dude. For me. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate all of you and uh, and your time and everything. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to, I know it probably won't matter, but I'm going to send you, uh, Reezy, a list of things I hope to still see. <laughs> Just right. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. By the thank way, Nayashi, Amora, and Shock are huge fans of the Nocturne spam, apparently. Wait, what? The Nocturne spam in League, I hear about it every time I join Discord with Amora and Shock. Apparently they're uh, huge fans. Yeah. Keep yeah. it up, bro. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to take off, please. All right, later, guys. Thank you, thank you, man. So that was Blockchimp and Reezy, everybody. Uh, fucking very cool, smart dudes. Dude, it, it was cool hearing their, their opinion. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was really curious what Reezy was going to say about Succession, because I know a lot of suck kunos are, are pretty upset with what the changes were overall. Um, but he seemed a little bit more level-headed, but he's like realistic. Like in in large scale, it's not gonna be it's gonna be rough. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, I'm kind of yeah, surprised. He's definitely way more reasonable of a person than you are. That's for sure. I agree. Oh 100%. wow. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and Blockchain didn't sound too too upset. Dude, ninjas are pissed. Oh my god, they, ninjas are they pissed. They are. You guys. I I didn't even know that. <laughs> Well, I, think, I I'm in shock, honestly. I think, like, I mean, he said it. I think at the very beginning that he believes that what what's the skill called, blinding light or whatever, flashing, flashing light. light. Yep. He was like, I think that's a big reason why we didn't get a lot of changes. I think he said that like right at the very very beginning. He was like, I think that's a big reason because that skill like really made us pretty strong, and so I think that that's a big reason why we didn't get changes. Which I wonder if any other ninjas have been considering that. Yeah, because that could well, be a factor. I mean, that's the thing too. Is like, and I, I know this is controversial to say because some of the strong classes did still get a lot of buffs, and everyone's idea of what is strong or not strong also is like different. So it's hard for everyone to be like on the same page. But I feel like right. for Wiz Witch and Ninja, a little bit, there's just a little bit of yeah, those classes are very popular and very strong. So I'm not as surprised that they didn't get as much stuff. Um, but you know. That, that upsets a lot of people because then they're like, well, what about Warrior? Warrior's busted and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, it, it the Warrior, I mean, Warrior still has a lot of matchups that it can lose to and Warrior also isn't really strong in large scale. Whether people want to believe that or not, it's it's not that strong in large scale, which is what most of the buffs were geared towards and PvE. So, I don't know. Yeah. 